Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Oh, yo! All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Taz Show. Yes, indeedy. Welcome to the Taz Show. Can't hear myself. Way to start the week off. Test one, two. Are we on? Test one, two. Test one, two. Yep, yep. Test one, two. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Test one, two. The headphones are welcome to the show. Love starting like this. Absolutely love it. There goes my headphones. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a good week here. Hopefully it starts better than it's starting right now. My equipment in my lovely studio I have here. Shitbox Jones. Anyway, welcome to the Taz Show. Going to uh, bring back an oldie but goodie. Not that old, but something that we haven't done in a while here on the Taz Show. And I'll talk about that in a second. Also going to continuation, with the continuation of more Superstar Shake-Up Chatter. Because that's happening tonight on Monday Night Raw. At the old Nassau Coliseum. Not that far from where, where yours truly lives. Also, uh, as I said... Bring back an old book goodie with a special guest on the show via Skype. I'll get into that in a second. What else am I going to get into? going to talk some sporting news because, you know, body science and beyond. We're going to hit that beyond part. I'm even going to have a little golf chatter. How's that? <laughs> yep. Talk about my Mets and the Dennis Jones, his Yankees. Talk a little baseball. And we'll take your calls, as always, on the Taz Show here. That's what we do. So uh, it's a very simple process. Also, if you'd like to call the show, it's very easy. Um, Attention hotline fans. What you got to do, basically, is dial 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. And as I said, there will be a, um, we'll bring back an old but goodie, something we haven't done in a while for, you know, we had to slow it down because there was a lot of other stuff going on with the show and other things we were doing. And some of the ladies were busy. But Indie Indies starts back up to the original. None of the watered-down rubbish out there, anything that's a copycat, okay? The original in the Indies, back today with none other than Deanna Perrazzo. Yes, Deanna will be on in the Indies this week. Next week, Veda Scott will be back. And uh, we're trying to touch base with Taylor Hendricks. I know she's been busy, so, and uh, hopefully Taylor will get back with in the Indies too. So, but I know uh, this week, uh, Deanna Perrazzo, she was on a very, very long trip, a long tour, I should say, of Japan. So, we want to talk to her about that for sure. So, I know you guys love when we do Indie Indies and catch up on the independent scene. None other than these three ladies that are uh, the busiest you're going to find throughout the United States and world working independent pro wrestling, which we all need to support uh, because that's the grassroots of our business, of the wrestling business, I should say. I'm saying all business. Technically, I'm not in the business no more. But are you ever out? I mean, really, you're not really ever out. I mean, that's kind of what I was told once. I feel like I'm out if I'm not getting paid from them, from the business. So if I'm getting paid, then I'm in. But if I'm not, not getting paid, I'm out. I'm an outsider. 
That's how I look at it. Speaking of outsiders, one of the main outsiders of the Taz show. Timber! The audio producer of the show. Um, and his name is Dennis Jones, the Lumberjack. Uh, he's also the biz dev guy of the show. Uh, hello, Lumberjack. Good moment. Good moment. I have a problem with you right out of the box. We have a problem. And it's your wardrobe. Okay? Fire away. Because you know where I'm going. Because you're you're a little bit of a douche. Because you you have to tease. Because <laughs> everyone's expecting your new t-shirt. The, the forest green, pun intended, with the Vegas gold lettering, I apologize for nothing t-shirt, and we don't see it. You, instead, you wear a forest green. That's it. Well, it's more of an emerald green you're I'm wearing. Building, I'm building to it. I'm not sorry. Well, I apologize for nothing. Do you want to apologize for not wearing your t-shirt? Nah, today's not the day. Mm. No! Well, why are you not wearing it? You, you said Friday, and then people were pissed. You weren't wearing it. Now today, another one, you're not wearing it again. Why? Are you trying to, you're playing hard to get? Like, what is this? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. No, absence makes your sales drop down. Trust me. So, if you've <laughs> sold zero, can it go down from there? No, no, you've sold more than zero. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Please, I know the truth here. Okay, <laughs> really. You, you, you really need to, you know. It's, it's coming. Why, dude? They sent you the shirt, Pro Wrestling Tees, clothesline. You have the shirts. I know you have the shirts. And I have your shirt. I have, I'm, I have none on. But I have it, and I won't wear it because you won't wear it. So it's like we, we're playing this. We're playing chicken. Walk. Yeah, it's chicken over your shirt. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's drastically affecting your shirts. No one's gonna buy it. No one. What do you mean no? It's not happening. I'm telling you, it's not. I need, I need food to eat. <sighs> well, that's a shoot. So anyway, maybe Dennis will wear his shirt tomorrow. Uh, are you gonna wear it tomorrow? Or are you gonna wait? When are you thinking to wear it? Because, you know, we, we're going to have, uh, oh, actually, uh, you know who might be on the show in studio. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh-huh. Maybe that's the day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wants well, a dress shop for the Katie Lindendahl. Yes, Katie. Uh, she is the female presence of the Taz Show. So chauvinistic. She's the, she's the woman of the Taz Show. How about that? <laughs> She represents all the women on the Taz. No, she she's Katie. Katie should be on the show again late this week, and um, Dennis will probably wear his new shirt there because it's clean. He Freshly wants to, ironed. You want to you want iron your t-shirt. You want to impress Katie, right? That's what it is. That'll be the day. Yeah, That'll be, you're, you're gonna find out when is Katie on. She's coming in, and then you'll be coming in all full of piss and vinegar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. Here I am. Yeah. Although now that I'm thinking. Yeah. Traditionally, days when Katie comes in coincides with a Chef Mike order. I don't know if I want to be getting that shirt dirty because God knows I eat like a maniac. I heard from the people at Clothesline that you requested a dozen shirts just for you. That's what I heard. So I don't know where and where you're wearing these things because you're not wearing them on the show here. So it's a little disappointing. I got to be honest. And then we're going to move on shortly because I'm done talking about your shirt. When are you going to wear the shirt, Dennis? When Katie's on this week, the shirt will be worn. No one cares. Okay, great. So anyway, that's the deal on that. There's you guys were wondering all weekend what was going on with the shirt. Oh my God, what's going on with Dennis with the shirt? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, like I said, we'll talk about Superstar Shakeup a little bit. We'll have uh, Indie Indies with Deanna Parazzo. We'll catch up with Deanna on Skype, by the way. We'll have Deanna on Skype. Uh, that'll be in this particular episode. We will have Facebook Live later on. It's a Monday edition of the Taz Show, folks. We're coming at you full throttle. We're not mailing it in. Uh, the team is actually looking to work this week. So we will see. That's been many weeks that... The team has not been lazy and lackluster and sluggerish. So they're trying to pick up the game a little bit because they're working with your boy, 
who's, well, you know. I'm running the game. Running the game. RTG. You know that. So that's the deal on that. Uh, we got to get into some sporting news. I'll tell you what, dude. I spent my weekend, basically, watching just a plethora of lacrosse. Uh, you know, I, I, a lot of people that um, watch or listen to the Taz show are lacrosse parents like myself or maybe some lacrosse players. Uh, I know that a lot of these people do listen to the Taz show, watch the show, so they understand. You know, we're right now we're starting to really crank up into the lacrosse season, just like baseball season, the activity where lacrosse is a sport that's been established. So uh, I know it's a little smirk, or is that dribble because you're tired, like coming down the side of your mouth? What's going on? No, I thought you disagree it, with my it, comments. It, no, it makes me giggle whenever you you call baseball the. The world's greatest activity. It's a phenomenal activity. I love it. It's I watched the activity. I watched. I watched that too all weekend. I didn't watch. I watched more lacrosse than I did baseball. And I got the MLB Network, so I could watch any game I want. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Way to rub it in. Yeah, I can watch anything I want. That's right. I have it. So I, I you know, I watched uh, the Giants and Padres on Saturday night. I oh. love the late night games. I, what I'll do is I'll watch like. Um, of course, I'll watch my Mets. You know, I'll watch the Yankees, but 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 I I'm you know big Met fan, so I'll watch the Mets uh, religiously. Even though I missed the first couple of innings of yesterday's game, but Thor did well. The Noah, I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but I I love Dennis. I love the um, the late night games, like the the West Coast games. I'm calling late night for us. It's late night, so I love those West Coast games. I'll watch, them, especially on the weekend, dude. I like during football season, college football. I'm watching all the you know the West Coast games on on big you know Pac-12 fan big time back uh, remember the WAC conference you know big mark for the WAC back in the day you know what I mean so but I watch Pac-12 games yeah I, I love all the West Coast stuff with baseball same thing so I'll check out the Padres and um and the uh, Giants actually I've been to the Padres uh, Petco Stadium I've been there and uh, it's actually very nice. Right there on the water, there in one of the nicest cities in the world called San Diego, my friends. If you've never been to San Diego, the SD, as we call it, the 619, as Ray Mysterio would call it. Yeah, it's a beautiful city, and that's a beautiful park there, Petco Park. They got all sorts of dogs and cats running around. Yeah, little you know, parrots flying around. It's all pets. You bring your pets to the game every day. It's Petco. Hello? <laughs> it's well documented. You know what I mean? So uh, I did check out uh, a lot of baseball, but like I said, I watched a ton of lacrosse. Um, I remember you even texted me during the weekend, like, dude, how? Because I was texting you, and you're like, how? Do, where? Where's the cross on TV? Well, there, there were all a couple of games that are on ESPN. CBS Sports Network had games, but I watch most of mine, dude, online on the internet, as they call it. So, I've seen it on Twitter, in the yeah. in the live, whatever they call it, the live yeah, stream. I love that. I love the live stream stuff of anything, not just lacrosse. That you're talking about the NLL. That's the, that's the indoor lacrosse. That's box lacrosse. It's pro. It's pro lacrosse. See, I'm I'm a I'm a rookie when it comes to <laughs> very novice with my lacrosse knowledge. No I one cares. Right, but, but here's the thing. I'll teach you. I'm your I'm your go-to guy. Okay, I'm gonna help you. Okay, so basically, the NLL is the indoor game. Okay, and that's called box lacrosse. B O X. Like you get chicken in a box. You understand that? Talking my language. <laughs> also, so, I've been known to be called the box crusher. You so. have been known to be called the box crusher. So, That's a very good point. Yeah. So, <laughs> not quite the same. No. Okay. Box lacrosse completely different than you crushing boxes. But I digress. So the way that works is, 
Box lacrosse is an indoor game, which basically it's a Canada's Canadian style. You know what I mean? Uh, all guys use short sticks. There's no defensive long poles, nothing like that. Like in field lacrosse, that's the outdoor game, which you would see college lacrosse or high school lacrosse here in the United States, especially. And the pro game, field lacrosse, is called MLL, Major League Lacrosse. Okay. So there's a, that's the difference. NLL's indoor. That's who's got the Twitter deal. And um, it's a little bit. That's that's a little bit more hitting in that. It's it's very close quarters. It was, it was wild watching it. Oh no, it's it's fast paced. I mean, that's like full speed. Uh, field lacrosse is more wide open because it's a bigger field. So uh, it's not a slow game, but it's a little bit not as quick as the indoor game. You know what I mean? Now, they play it on a hockey rink, like an arena. Right. You know, that's where they play in the NLL. And what they do is it's just like, I don't think it's an indoor turf. It's just like a hard floor, like a painted, like a basketball floor. You know, Who, um, your buddy Paul, Paul Rabel, right, is his name? Yes. I which, don't have many buddies, but I know Paul. No, which, I, I'm uh, He's a good guy. He's been on my Which show. one does he play in? He is. He's played in both, but he passed several years just the uh, MLL, the outfield, the outdoor. Okay. He plays for the Long Island Lizards, but uh, New York Lizards, not a call. But before that, he played for, like for the Boston Cannons. I can't remember the other team he played for, but past several years played for the New York Lizards. And um, but he played. He was a great collegiate player at, at Johns Hopkins in Maryland, and um, which is again college lacrosse, NCAA lacrosse is field lacrosse, outdoor. So bigger field, basically on a football field for the most part. You know, that's where you're playing. Where the box is indoor, like an arena where you'd have wrestling or hockey. or And they make like a rink without ice. And these guys just run full speed and just go crazy. Um, but it's very high intensity. You're right. They have a Twitter deal. And the NLL has actually rebranded itself. I mean, for those that are lacrosse fans, <clears throat> everything, their logo, their, everything, their website, their Twitter account. It's very cool. My son plays field lacrosse. He doesn't play box. He's played box, the indoor game. But he he plays uh, you know high school and now be playing college next year, field lacrosse, outdoor lacrosse. So I watched tons of college lacrosse this weekend. That's what I did. I get uh, I go to um, you know and I know you were saying, dude, how do you find this stuff? Like cause you were, you almost seemed intrigued that you would watch it, but you didn't watch any lacrosse. I well I don't necessarily. I'm just getting into it, but I have a nephew who yeah. is picking the game up. So. I'm Where's trying he, to lives in New York or Northern Jersey. Okay, well, that's a that's a great area for lacrosse, and um, you should tell him to watch as much as he can. So uh, you know that's uh, you know he's uh, is he in high school? Is he like pre like uh, middle school? Like he's what? he's young. All right, so middle school. All right, middle I school. Think, I can't so do that's math. good. So you gotta you know at that age you gotta definitely watch a lot of the game, and um, I get. Tell them to go like inside the cross. I get that's why I go to inside the cross. They have all the games there. Like basically, they have the scores for D one, D two, D three, and it's like they have links to like the websites to watch the games. It couldn't be any easier. They have the box scores after the games. You know, so they they they, they break down the game better than, than anybody I mean, to find the game. I should say not break down the game, but and they uh, that's that's another thing. Speaking of them, the, the for your nephew, dude, like tournaments. Like he's got a. Is he playing travel ball or besides school ball? You don't I, know. I, I think I can see so. your face. You're not sure. Yeah. I'm I'm very green when it comes to lacrosse. And I don't really. Green. That's your thing, green. With a green shirts. I don't see a lot of green. How? How? What's this nephew's name? Donnie. Okay. That's what I call him, Donald. Okay. Yeah, you seem you seem like you didn't want to say his name. Like you're like, <laughs> should I share my private information? Well, anyway, Donnie should basically no seriously. All can decide. Like, and then I'm moving on here. But as we have people calling the show, I have things to do. Okay, just sit here talk about your nephew playing the cross. All right. So basically, what he's got to do is 
you know, play in the right tournaments, get on a club team. That's how, if you really love the game, you got to love the game. You know, um, I, I've been fortunate. My son's played in a lot of great tournaments, I mean, since he's young. And some of the invitation you got to be invited to. And one of the best ones he played on last year was an inside the cross one, speaking of them. It was a cool concept, dude. Um, you don't have to be into lacrosse to hear this, but it's actually pretty wild. Uh, it was called the Committed Games. So what they do is they take kids like my son who are committed ready to a college to play, and whatever conference, whatever your future conferences that you're going to play in. I like it. So let's say you know your 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 nephew hypothetically commits to play lacrosse for argument's sake at Ohio State. So now he would play in the Big Ten, okay? Because Ohio State lacrosse, Penn State, Hopkins, Maryland, you know. Rutgers, so he would play in the Big Ten and go, yeah, be invited, and you play in the committed games for the, the future Big Ten guys. What Your teammates in that event are all, who are guys that are going to be your opponents, right. are the Big Ten guys, and you play against the ACC team, or you play against the Big, uh, the uh, Patriot League, or you play against the Ivy League. So it's all the conferences, and that's inside the course has a good job of that. It's actually one of the best events my son did was last year was that that event. He's doing it again this summer. So uh, it, it's uh, you got to be invited, but it's it's legit. Your guys, your nephew's a couple of years away from that, but it's pretty. cool. I don't know if he's going to make the cut, but well, you, you have a lot of confidence in him, so that's not a, that's already a, you know, a bad sign. Uh, speaking of sports, so I was talking a little baseball. Uh, so here's the thing: the Mets, my Mets, I should say, uh, last night. Uh, on the main game, main event Jones, on the ESPN game, playing against the Miami Marlins. And, uh, yes, the Thor, my man, Noah Syndergaard. Yep, with the big victory. Mets win the game 5-2, five to, five to two, I should say. And Noah went, uh, do we have any, uh, do we have any uh, Olympic music or some kind of music under me? Yeah, I mean, I can, why, I why are you struggling? Scrounge you, you're up busy putting yourself you. over. That's the problem. That, that really is. Yes. Wake up, son. Not today. So, anyway, like I said, Noah Syndergaard, uh, he basically uh, pitched his ass off, you know? He's uh, uh, he's looking good, dude, already. It's early on. He had the blister on the finger. We're getting past that. I was joking about Olympic music, but we had Olympic. We have Olympic music. Who else does? So, Noah Syndergaard, um, are you a fan of Noah? Yes. He, he, I love his look. He's funny. Uh, very self-deprecating. Dude, he had like nine strikeouts just and, and, th- and he throws gas. Big gas. For you people that don't know, you people, baseball, that's inside baseball terms. Gas is fast. That means he throws fast. Otherwise known as heat. High heat. I'll give you all different inside terms. You know that. Texas Leaguer, one of my favorite. Baltimore Chop. There's a bunch of them. Baltimore Chop is not something Ric Flair does at the uh, at the Baltimore Coliseum. That's not a Baltimore Chop. Okay, Baltimore Woo! That's a, a chop. That's like a little cha-cha. When you swing the yeah, you swing the back. See that? Yeah! Got good hands. So anyway. Do you though? Know? <laughs> no, but um, Noah looked good. Uh, my man Jay Bruce, uh, he went yard. As we've learned on the Taz show, that means a home run. As did Conforto, the Michael Conforto, who's trying to get off that bench. And you got to need a bat. You need his bats. Well, you need a bat for him. You know, this guy can hit. You know, he can. I like Conforto, dude. I do. I, I turned on the Yankee game late in the game yesterday. It was 3-3. By the way, the Mets won 5-2. I think I said that. I turned on the Yankee game, and um, it was 3-3, like, late in the game. Did you watch the game? I didn't watch. I listened. Okay. And then they won again. The they had a nice rally. It was it eighth inning, ninth inning? Ninth, it was top late. of the ninth. Top of the ninth. Yeah, they top had a nice ninth. rally. I don't even know who started. I know they had a really big rally. 
And they won the game. Starling Castro with the go-ahead RBI, and then they tacked on a couple more. Starling Castro, if that is your real name. <laughs> what a work name that is. Speaking of the Mets, uh, the single-A affiliate, the Columbus uh, Columbia Fireflies, yes, Fireflies, they saw the Tim Tebow, the former quarterback from the Florida Gators and the Heisman Trophy winner. He's playing baseball. He hit his second home run in only three games. That's impressive. And he goes... Wait, he goes 3-13 and 13 in his first weekend. What position is he playing? Outfield. He had bad him at left field yesterday. Yeah, he should be playing left out in the majors. I'll tell you that right now. Wow, left field. Dude, he, he don't have the goods, but he can't play at that at a major league level. I don't disagree. He's a publicity stunt. That's all it is. Seriously. Dude, you can't. I bet that place guys. is packed out just to see them. The him. What else is going on in Columbia? I mean, let's be honest. You got Gamecock base, uh, Gamecocks. baseball? Gamecocks! We're talking about Columbia, South Carolina here. That is correct. There's different areas of the country that are named Columbia. You do realize that. I was not familiar. There are, there's not just one Columbia. There's a Columbia, Maryland. I've been around, son. Yeah, well, you've, you're well-traveled. I'm very well. You have nothing. I walked to the deli and back. Yeah, that's a shoot. Uh, what else? Um, so, yeah, the uh, basketball. I want to talk a little basketball. Russell Westbrook. He hit a buzzer beater. My favorite basketball player. Not Steph Curry. I'd say Russell Westbrook. He really is. Okay, Russell Westbrook uh, hits a... Buzzer beating three-pointer Jones. Defeat the Nuggets, 106-105. to 105. Westbrook, Westbrook, 50 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists. Assist. You know what I like about him, dude? He is, he's all business. Like, he don't care about making friends. He don't, he don't try to be cool. Like, he's not, like, he just wants to win. And he, he's, a, he's all business. I just love him. I, I'm a fan. Very enjoyable to watch. I think he's great. I, 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 you can't say he's underrated because he's not underrated. He's, he's, he's rated. Not overrated. He's rated. See, I just started there. Some people throw around the cliche, oh, that guy's underrated. Oh, that guy's overrated. Not me. I say he's rated. You notice that? That's what I'm saying. That's the stuff no one else brings. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I, I don't understand what that means, I don't though. know either, but it just sounds good. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um... What else? Uh, oh, what do you call it? Uh, with the Rockets there. What's his name? James Harden. Oh, he played pretty good, huh? That will... Both of them, Harden and Westbrook, are the two frontrunners for MVP. Yes. And Westbrook, both West. of them had a triple-double yesterday. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump. Yes, they both had triple-doubles and uh, James Harden. But uh, I like Westbrook a lot. He's my guy. So, I'm sorry. That's just my shtick on that. All right. So, uh, that's the deal. I just wanted to cover a little bit of sports for you guys. Um, we're going to go to break here in a minute. Other side of break, this is what's going to happen, right? I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, some wrestling stuff, some wrestling news. I mean, some stuff with Mauro Ronaldo. Is he still with WWE? Is he not? We hear a lot of scuttlebutt. What's the deal? JBL, did JBL bully him? And all this, there's so much of this chatter out there. Um, you know, r- apparently I've heard Mauro Ronaldo took his, uh, I didn't look at it, but he took his Twitter account and changed his bio. Uh, I don't think it has WWE stuff on it anymore. And speaking of Mauro Lalo's uh, Twitter account, uh, what did he do with yours truly's account? Okay, I'm going to talk to you guys about that going to break here right now. And uh, other side of break, you guys can call the show too. And we got to do off the hooks. we got to do a new off the hooks. Okay, by the way, the number is 866-475-2948. Go to off the hooks. We, uh, we didn't tweet nothing over the weekend, which we should have, but... You know, no one reminded me. And uh, we're going to do a new off-the-hook topic this week. Hamburger joints off-the-hook. Oh, yeah. Second off-the-hook topic. We did WrestleManias. Our second, we're already scraping the bottom of the barrel. Okay, so, 
No way. You don't think so. Hamburger joints, top three. Not top three. Mini Max Supercar. So you basically you got means, Dennis. You're going to need six. Oh. It's a match. Just six? That's all I need? Just six. Okay? And, and it could be small joints, big joints. We're going to do that outside of break. Uh, you, that's a big hook. Hamburgers off the hook is the hook. Also some wrestling talk. A little later on today in this show, via Skype, here's the real hook, Deanna Prasa. All right, tag your break. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, I'm checking out the gimmick chat over here on this Monday edition of the Taz Show. You can do that over at tazshow.com, interact with each other. Many of us here on the show, including me, go on there and send messages at times. I was checking out uh, my man on there, um, Mount Montclair St. Clair. Yeah, the question is, why is lacrosse not a national sport beyond college? For example, NBA, NA, NFL, NHL are sports beyond college, but it is Mont- Montclair. It is a sport beyond college. It's not as popular as those other sports. Not yet. Unfortunately, it hasn't taken off to that level yet, but... I think it will eventually, maybe in the next decade or so. It takes time. But it is. You could, like I discussed earlier, you can play in the MLL, which is the Pro Outdoor League, Major League Lacrosse, or the NLL, which draws big houses indoors. Trust me, they, tra- they draw big. That's the Indoor Lacrosse League. They're both professional leagues. Those men are getting paid. So you, it is a sport beyond college. You can't make a massive living on it like the NBA, the NFL, and NFL. Or Major League Baseball or the NHL. So that's the deal here on that. So uh, as we said, we're going to do off the hooks here. There was no tweeting, no social media about this. Shock Jones right out of the box. Burger joints off the hook. We're coming right at you with it. Okay, if you guys aren't familiar with off the hooks, you know, you just went through the whole thing, nine weeks of the WrestleMania off the hooks. Or as we call it here, Mania off the hooks. Now we're going straight Jones off the hooks, okay? Each week, every Monday, there'll be a different topic. And you guys can call on the show with... Your off-the-hook topic. I believe we have a fancy day and open for this, for off-the-hooks. And for you guys don't understand what I just said, here's the explanation of off-the-hooks and the fancy day and open in the 3 2 one The off-the-hook series with Taz. A weekly three-match mini supercar. Fantasy booking at its best. So it's not just wrestling, kids. I'm more, I have more diversity than that. I'm not just locked into one topic. Talk wrestling, you schmuck. That's all you know. And go after yourself. Yeah, well, maybe that's true. But we're going to go with this topic this week. Yep, scraping the bottom of the barrel for most of us, except for Dennis. We're going to do burger joints off the hook. Yep. So this means it's basically, I'm going to give mine. Actually, so Dennis don't hack me. Dennis will give you. Are you ready for this? <laughs> ready. <laughs> I only need to give six. <laughs> Remember, your main event is your last one. Give yours, then I'll give mine. And if uh, Cowboy wants to jump in, he can jump in and give his. Cowboy. That's fine. If Cowboy wants to do that, he can either come in or just, he could just, he could probably come in the studio. We have nothing set up for him. Or he can just tell you on your headset. It's fine. Okay, Dennis, please begin, sir. Tell me you're off the hooks for Burger Jones. All right, my first matchup. 
simple yet old reliable mcdonald's versus wendy's <laughs> jobber okay what's the next one that sucked <laughs> that sucked I, no, I, 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 anybody wants to call with those mainstream ones that's fine I'm going deeper but go ahead okay that was my first one that's you, gotta, you gotta build up I love McDonald's not a big fan of Wendy's but I'm a McDonald's fan I am okay, continue. oh see I prefer Wendy's over McDonald's shocking <laughs> you belong anything edible keep going sir that's true my second matchup is going to be White Castle versus White Mana in New Jersey see, now you're bringing something that I never heard of the original White Castle the, the little slider I know White Castle, yeah, of course. There's a place in, I don't remember the White exact. White Manor, M-A-N-O-R, correct? No, M-A-N-N-A, Mana. What do you mean, no? No problem. Uh, please give me a quick description of this, because I need to keep the show moving. It's like a local place in Jersey. I don't remember the exact town, but they, they, were, the, they were the originators of the slider, the White Castle style. Well, I guess that's the White Mana style, but it's like. They're saying they're the originals. doesn't mean they were the originals. Maybe they could be lying. Maybe they hacked. You're saying White Castle hacked them? Uh, that is that is what I'm saying, yes. Okay. And what is your main event? My main event is five guys. I like that. Versus in and out. Oh, look at you. Look at you. You brought the wood in the end. You brought the wood in the end. And you chopped it up. I like the end. I like the end. I like the end. All right. I've, I think in the past, I, we might have done an off the hook with burgers. But it's an upgrade. I might have done this when the captain was on the show. I might have. I don't remember. There's been a lot off the hooks. As most of you people know to listen or watch this. But it's okay. It's always good to talk burgers in the morning. All right. So your main eventer is my opening match. I have five guys. Yes. Oh, oh right out of the box. I have five guys against Smashburger, bro. Ooh. Yes. Smashburger. No doubt about it. Yes. Yeah. All right. And then my second match is going to be a place you maybe never heard of. Uh, George Martin Burgers. Okay. Unfamiliar. It's in Nassau County. It's a phenomenal. It's like a gourmet burger, bro. You would love it. It's it's not a cheap burger. It's it's high end Jones. It's a it's a it's like a wine and cheese burger joint. It's kind of weird. It's a really nice place. George Martin Burgers against Dirty Burger. Oh, sounds like something you'd like right out of the box. I figured a high end burger against the Dirty Burger. Dirty Burger's uh, kind of popular. And then my main event is. Have you ever heard of All American? No, no, I've heard of it's All American, but very, not All American Very, very, very famous, famous burger. It's an old-fashioned, like, dude, like, drive-up-looking type place. It's an old, old burger place in Long Island. Okay. It's, they did it on one of these food shows. Like, it's most people know what, what All American is. Uh, in the Northeast, anyway, especially New Yorkers. And actually, here's a little trivia for you. A little trivia. Not trivia, it's just a statement. How about that? George Martin, his place, the burger place, is only about three miles from all american on the same road oh how about that how about that yeah ah! nobody'll tell you that up on any shows yep sounds like i have a road trip in order <sighs> yeah no dude i'm telling you strong island's got some burgers now here's my main eventer i said all american right against sure. none other now these things these places i think are around a lot of a lot of spots i think they're around a lot of spots i think you're gonna know this place this is a beauty all-American versus my favorite, my favorite, and that is none other than Burgerfy. Yes. You know Burgerfy? Yes. It's good, bro. It's good. Dirty Burger is like a lowlander Burgerfy. How's that? 
Okay. Yeah, low Landon Jones. So there's your off the hooks. Call in. Feel free. <laughs> I'll get to it in a second with the rest of them. Uh, also, now, I was talking a little bit about some wrestling stuff. Hey, uh, so what's going on with the whole announcer situation? Well, with the SmackDown end, with Mauro Ronaldo, is he gone? Is he not? Well, he changed his Twitter ha- uh, heading. I didn't look at it, apparently, but uh, I didn't look at it, I should say. Apparently, he's not listed as a WWE announcer. He took that off his own deal. A lot of scuttlebutt that he's done with WWE. Um, you know, who did Mauro unfollow? Uh, that would be um, me. That's who he unfollowed. Yes. yes. Uh, he unfollowed Taz, and so I had to, in turn, do my due diligence and unfollow him. Uh, why I was unfollowed, I, I don't know why. Like, why he would... I, I, don't, I shouldn't say. I know why he, I know why he unfollowed me, because he didn't like my comments, I guess, that I said on my show. I, I did not personally attack Mauro. I did not personally attack his... Um, you know, um, uh, his uh, his sickness and stuff. He's bipolar, and he's openly spoke about this on my show and other shows. I did not attack anything like that. I just attacked, if you want to use the word attack, the fact that he did not, that he missed a show uh, that I thought he should have been at. He not only missed one show, he missed two shows that are, are major shows. And and I I just think you could do that. And um and I give my my commentary on that on my show here, and that's my job. That's that's what I get paid to do. And and if it if it uh, if it upsets someone, I, I and that's going to happen. I've upset people already here. I don't try to upset anyone. That's not my goal. I I, I really don't. I don't. I don't. And and and, and I like Mauro. I don't dislike him. He unfollowed me, and that's fine. Um, I have no affiliation to the WWE. I have no affiliation to Impact Wrestling. Sure, uh, you know, Josh Matthews tweeted something about, about uh, Mauro uh, way back when with the snowstorm and about a car ride from, from New York to Indianapolis that me, Michael Cole, and Josh were in. I've talked about that. I tweeted off of that. Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm affiliated with Josh or TNA. Uh, I also, uh, I'm not affiliated with the WWE. Um, JBL, I know very well, obviously, for a long time. Um, I, but, you know, I mean, uh, JBL uh, obviously said some stuff about Mauro on the show, and now there's some reports. Well, did JBL bully him? Did he bully him backstage? Other people are saying, yeah. Other people that worked in WWE, this guy's a bully. Blah blah blah. Look, I don't. I, I'm not gonna sit here and call JBL a bully. He's never bullied me. Uh, he never even attempt bullying me. I've always gotten along very well with JBL, so I can't say anything negative about him. Um, look, JBL is, you know, he's very. You know, he's, he's close with the front office there in WWE. They respect him. They like him. He's friends with them. He's a very, listen, uh, from a business perspective, JBL, real quick, my thoughts on him. Um, he, he's a very, he's a really good employee in the sense of the guy's never late. He's, he's, he's makes every show. He's all in. He's prepared. He's passionate as a wrestler and as a broadcaster. The, yeah, really, he is. I mean, so I, I don't need to kiss his ass. I have no reason to kiss his ass. For all I know, he's ripped me behind my back. I could give a rat's ass if he rips me or anybody rips me. I'm going to call it like I see it. And all I'm telling you is that he was always cool with me. And um, I, I, if, if you're going to run a wrestling company, he's a guy who was always a really good worker and became a champion, became a top guy, was it, and always cut a great promo and became a, a pretty good color commentator. So, you know... Uh, and he's always there on time. And he does, and he's passionate. He cares. So that's what companies care about. Now, his conduct, conduct with other wrestlers backstage. Look, him and I were in our prime at the same time. You know, um, you know, when I went to WWE, he was doing the APA deal with, with Ron Simmons, another awesome guy. Now, JBL, yeah, he 
at times I could see that he was very comfortable and very, you know, he's a loud, big dude, big, loud Texan, and he don't hide it. He's proud of that. And and that's fine. I never had a problem with that because I'm a loud New Yorker, so I get it, you know. So that could be looked at sometimes as bullying or this, that, and the other thing, and there's been a lot of people saying that about JBL for a long time. Um, I, um, I'm a little different maybe when it comes to this bullying stuff with wrestling. I've never had anybody... I don't know that I not that I know said that about me because <clears throat> I've never done that to anyone, uh, or you know, as far as the bullying stuff. But look, that era, I'm going to tell you guys, just like you know, it was a little bit different. Like when JBO came up and I came up, and like it was, it was the word bullying was never even a word that was used. It was sometimes there was hazing involved. There was some kind of verbal like ribbing, you know, and just like uh, sophomoric. Uh, effing around, you know, guys, uh, the boys being the boys. I mean, just, and there's a pecking order. Uh, the guys that are the veterans or guys that been there, new guys come in and, you know, sometimes that gets uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> it looks like bullying or it looks like, you know, hazing. And then I, I didn't witness hazing, I can tell you that, but I, I, I could see how someone would think that JBL was too comfortable or too, um, maybe too, like, he, he would kind of like joke around and rib guys in a laughing form, <clears throat> I've never seen him get angry, like mad, JBL. Like, I've seen him rib guys. I've seen him tease guys a lot. Big teasing. I've seen that a lot. And I could see why some people be intimidated. The guy's six foot six, you know, 300 pounds, <clears throat> you know, big, tough guy. And why some people would be intimidated by that. You know, um, I didn't look at him like that. Like I said, I, I was a contemporary. I mean, I always got along with the guy. Was he my buddy? Did I ever drink a beer with him? No, no, and no, no. Um, <clears throat> I've, I've tagged with him and Ron, as I've talked about, and they got me through a match where I got my worst concussion of my life at, on the biggest stage of WrestleMania, and they were both professionals and got me through the match. They were my partners in the match against the right to censor. To me, that happens in the ring, man. You're looking after me. I, you know, I, I, that's important to me. You know what I mean? So um, I, so I can't sit here and rip the guy. I can't. Um, I, I've never seen him and Mauro re- not react, uh, uh, interact, I should say, Backstage, I've never been backstage with Mauro and him, so I can't speak on that. <clears throat> but um, I could see why some people, including Mauro or anybody else, could think maybe had a guy was bullying him or whatever. I don't know. I could see that, but that doesn't mean it's true. It's just, it's just, it's, it's teasing. It's being a loud mouth. It's just ball busting. It's just, but it's a different era now. And I, I think maybe JBL, I, I would think he knows that now. You really can't. Do the way, do things the way it was does years ago in the locker room. It's just not, it's not like that. You can't, they can't, you can't do the pecking order. You can't, you know, it's different now. People say, oh, uh, it's hazing. Oh, I, I shouldn't have to. Um, this is a bad example, just for the hell of it. You know, run and get coffee for the senior wrestlers. I shouldn't have to go and, you know, go to the store for them. Or that I shouldn't have to do that. I'm not saying this happens. I'm just giving, that's a really bad example. Just. I'm just saying, like, it's it's different now, you know, and, and it's we live in a very sensitive world now. It's a little bit, you know, everybody is, you got to watch what you say, watch what you do. It's, you know, we've all lost our balls, you know, to be honest. Uh, so it's like, it's very, very sensitive world we live in. So, um, I you know, I can't take a side for Mauro or JBL with this. I can't. I know some other people are saying things about JBL, that, that the way he conducted himself. I've been in locker rooms and worked with him and done shows with him for a lot of years 
He was always, I was on flights. When he moved to New York, I was flying out of LaGuardia with him every Monday or Tuesday. We'd see each other on the same flight. And we always got along great. I, I, I never had a problem with him ever, ever. So, um, but I could see the confusion. I could see how some people could think that of him. Um, but Morrow unfollowed me. And um, that's fine. So I, in turn, unfollowed him. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Um, you know, like I said, I, I don't... Um, I can understand why he followed me, but, you know, it's, you know, why is he going to support me if he feels like I didn't support him? Well, there was nothing for me to support him about. He, he, he had an action of, for whatever his reasons, he couldn't make it to a show, and I had firm commentary about that on my platform. I, I don't work for WWE. I have no dog in this fight except my opinion and, and my thoughts on topical things. Not past things, topical things are my real, my goal in my show. That's my job. So that's what CBS pays me for, and that's what I do. And I think that's what you guys expect of me. So sometimes you guys like what I say, sometimes you don't. And, and I respect that, too. You guys are entitled to that. Not every show is going to be like that. Not every show am I going to knock it out of the park with my opinion, or, or you might hate my opinion sometimes. You might. Um, again, I, my job is to just speak my mind. On and my opinion on what I see going on and what I saw going on with that thing with Mauro, as you guys know, not to beat this thing with that horse, it was a big blizzard. He didn't make the show, and 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 you you he the people knew the blizzard was coming. And I just felt like he had to be there, and then I made a prediction that you know what that might be the the week prior to that snowstorm might be the last time you saw Mauro on TV, and I was right. I wasn't hoping that was the case, but I was right. And I hate to be a dick and say I was right, but I was right. <laughs> um. It's a fact. You know, you were sitting right here, Dennis. I mean, that's... And don't pacify me. If you don't agree or I'm wrong on something or I'm not telling the truth, correct me. No, you didn't didn't criticize Morrow for for having his illness. No. You criticized him for missing because of the snowstorm. Correct. And you weren't wrong there. No. And after that, you you didn't say like, oh, yeah, you were... No, you were right. You said... Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he didn't show up again. And, and right. Well, but the, the thing is too, like you know, it's it's a thing where you gotta like, um, you know, and I said this before also about Morrow. You know, the thing is this, man. Like, when you take on that job in WWE, you know, you know, it's a high pressure job. And I've I've heard that he knew it was a high pressure job. He's not a he's a very intelligent man, Morrow. He knew that. He knew he's been around broadcasting combat sports for a lot of years. He knows. And, you know, I, and I feel for the man and I, uh, of his sickness. I'm proud of him. I am. Not that he needs me to be proud of him. But he's able to be as successful as he is with, with those type of issues. I really am. But, but you you got you to know the landscape. you got to know what you're getting into. You know, seriously. And if that makes Morrow not like me or, or fans of his because I'm being honest about that, that doesn't make me mean. That just makes it – it's a fact. And I know we live – like I said earlier, it's a very sensitive world we live in. I understand you got to be careful of everything you say now. I know that. Everybody's on eggshells. The whole world. I got it. You know? So – but I'm, I don't care. I'm just saying you know the role. You know the pressure. You know what that job takes. And you know how much it pays. It pays a lot of money. If you're gonna take the check, you gotta you gotta do the job. It's that simple. I get my ass up early every day, and I'm I'm in this friggin' studio, working my ass off. Dennis, you know, shows up on time sometimes. He's here. The rest of the team, they they show up whenever they can. But so I'm always here. You know, me, I'm always here. But you gotta put time in. 
You got to put your time in. I mean, like you talk about Joey Styles, right? So, like Joey Styles, he's a guy who I, I remember. Like I talked about Joey, this guy was broadcasting out of someone's basement, and 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 his passion. He was he would sit there, and he had a regular job at that time, and he would sit there till three, four in the morning. He'd be pissed, and he'd bitch and moan to Heyman, and rightfully so. But he made it there through thick and thin, no matter what. You know, and drove there in the snow to this, the rain, or whatever, and got off to go to work the next day. Joey, Joey did that. He was passionate. He made sure he did his job no matter what it took. Joey Jojo! He did. It's a fact. Simple. Really is. Joey Jojo! So that's that. So on that. But, you know, I'm not, I am not, um, uh, I, I wish nothing but the best for Morrow. Seriously. Nothing but the best for him. Um, I believe, I could be incorrect on this, I think he called boxing this weekend, I think. Showtime boxing. I think Maurer actually worked this weekend. So I guess he's getting better, which is great. So uh, if he's able to work. So, you know. But it's, uh, yeah, I was unfollowed by him. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, so I hadn't I followed him back. I mean, that's just the way it goes. I mean, such is life, as they say, you know. So no problemo. All the best to him. Hey, Jason, Chicago, you're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Poppy Don. Good moment, pal. Uh, <clears throat> may the man meet be with you, Lumberjack. And also with you. Yes, there we go. It's a good way to start the week. Uh, how can I help you, sir? How can I help you? Uh, first, I wanted to say uh, uh, congratulate you on the WrestleMania special. I'm a week late and a dollar short, but I got to listen to it. On the score? The 670 to score? Yeah. Yes. Thank you, buddy. Great. Thank you. Great job. Thanks, man. Um, so I wanted to call regarding this uh, uh, Morrow JBL situation. Yes. And I guess... <clears throat> Um, like there is this, I'm not, uh, saying anything negatively about the way you reacted tomorrow. I think under the circumstances that we knew at the time that they were saying it was because of the snowstorm and not because of depression, you reacted in a, you know, uh, you were giving yeah. your opinion and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, of course. Yep. I think, uh, given recent situations or, or what's more has come out in the last couple of weeks, I guess my, uh, wonder is is like what like did you hear about the justin roberts yes uh in his book there was something in justin's book regarding jbl and his bullying and uh in his book yes yeah with uh he said that jbl orchestrated the passport they wanted jerry wanted johnny mundo john morrison and um was it mercury to to steal uh what's his name is his passport yes i did i did see that yep yeah and so i guess in in relation to that is it the situ and it, it's a different. Let, let me just say, let me hold on one second though. But Jace, let me just say one thing to you, okay? I'm yeah. not condoning that, like that that story right there about stealing the passport thing with Justin Roberts. Right. I'm not. I'm. I just. I've said this on my show, Justin. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Jason. Jason, I should say. Many times I've talked about how I w- in my prime through ECW, WWE, uh, TNA, my whole career in wrestling, I was never a guy that was big into ribbing, okay? I wasn't into ribbing guys. We called it ribbing, okay? I never really ribbed guys. I mean, it wasn't really my thing. A lot of guys were. JBL was into ribbing guys. And it was just, it was was fun at someone else's expense. It was not supposed to be mean-spirited. And I'm not defending ribbing, because I actually wasn't a fan of ribbing. And that's why I didn't do it, because I thought it was stupid. Um, uh, you know, I've been ribbed early in my career. We all have. It was part of the initiation. It's a, it's a, it's a boys club. I mean, I'm being honest. That's how it was then. It's different now. Um, so I think, and again, I, I don't. I was probably where I was working for the company during that that passport thing. 
I never heard this story in my life. I'm not calling Justin a liar. I'm not calling Mundo a liar. I'm not calling anybody a liar. I'm just saying it sounds to me like JBL ribbed Justin Roberts. Okay, and, you know, again, not condoning ribbing, but it was a rib. I mean, it's a stupid thing to do. But, dude, if you talk to Al Snow and Mick Foley, ask them about ribs they did to each other. Epic stuff. That was always in fun jocularity, and, like, no one cared. You know, it was just a, that that's what they did. They used to rib each other bad. Like, you know, and no one's calling those guys bullies. So I, I'm just taking the other side of it in regards to JBL at that point, Jace. But continue. Well, um, I guess in that respect, would you also argue there's different types of ribbing? Like yes. Owen Hart uh, is, was well known for his ribs. And a lot of people would say there's the ribs where, you know, you, you lose something versus when you just get the ha-ha over someone else. Correct. Well, ribbing yeah. someone, taking the, if this is a true story, because I always figure people are innocent first, because you never know. People can accuse anyone of anything. And the thing yeah. is, uh, t- messing or effing, effing with someone's passport while you're overseas, I don't find that funny in one bit. So that's not, that's not a good rib, you know. Um, yeah. So if that did happen to Justin, that's that's a shitty deal. I mean, I, that that's like I said, dude. I, I don't I don't I'm not into the ribbing, especially when you're out of the country. You can't mess around. So if this really right. happened, it's not cool. Right. No, I completely understand that. Okay. So I guess the the overall gist of what I'm getting at is, um, <clears throat> it rumor the rumor, and these are obviously rumors. Uh, the Morrow situation kind of kicked off in high gear with JBL's reaction when he tweeted about, you know, being the best, winning the Wrestling Observer Award for best announcer. Right. And if it seem, and if we are to believe that JBL gets, like, some of his marching orders from the top uh, on who, on things he might want to say to weed out people. Um, wait, are you saying, uh, well, I'm just want to make sure I understand what you're saying, bro. So you're saying, is it possible, or do I think that JBL got those orders to say that stuff about Mauro from one of his bosses? Yes, and if that and if that is the case, which we don't know, <clears throat> right? If that were the case, does it seem a very strange work environment where the <laughs> bosses would tell you to do something like that to your uh, colleague? Uh, yeah, I would think first off, and, and thank you for calling, Jason. Very good call today. And I got to go to break here in a second. Um, actually, uh, uh, the things about if uh, my thoughts, opinions about what Jason said, because I do have to go to break. I'll handle on the other side of break. How about that? It makes life easier here, the way we're structuring our show. And I will answer your questions, Jason, on the other side of break about what type of work environment is that? Do I think that's true or not? That somebody of JBL's supervision and one of his bosses give him marching orders to say that stuff about, uh, you know, about Morrow, uh, whatever. Uh, I will handle all that. Other side of break. Uh, and then we will have Deanna Perrazzo on right after my comments on that. Taz Show, she'll be here Skype, by the way, Deanna. Taz Show, sit tight. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All 
right, we're back here, back here. Monday edition Taz Show. We have uh, Deanna Prazo will be up with us in a few seconds here via Skype. Um, I want to uh, answer a real quick caller from earlier. Jason from Chicago, before we went to break, was asking about the whole uh, JBL situation with Maronalo. In my opinion, if, you know, what's do I think he got his marching orders, JBL, from, uh, you know, one of his bosses there in the WWE? Um, I, uh, you know, to your point, Jason, you said, you know, we don't know that. It's purely speculation. I agree. It is speculation. I, do I think that happened? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, in my, just my opinion, I have no proof. No one told me anything. I think JBL just gave his, his opinion uh, about uh, Mauro and how he felt about him and stuff like that. And when uh, he was talking about him winning announcer of the year or whatever, made fun of him about that. You know, you guys got to understand something, you know, like when you work for one of the bigger companies, namely WWE, uh, you know, when you're in the grind and you're on that roster, you're humping the road, you're in that locker room. Like if I'm not saying guys don't pay attention and girls don't pay attention to stuff the Internet says, but like most of the times you don't have time to deal with it. Uh, shortest bump music in the history of bump music. And um, you don't have time for it, and uh, and that's the deal. You just don't, you don't, you know, you're working so much, you're wrestling so much, you just need to move on with your life when you get home and deal with your family, your loved ones, or training, or dieting, and you just, you know, you really don't care. You know, uh, that's usually, that's how I was, I mean, for the most part. I mean, so I, I, I think it was just JBO's comments and how he felt about Mauro. I don't think anyone told him to do it. I don't know. Maybe someone did. I, I have no idea. I wasn't there. Uh my opinion, I just think he did it on his own. So, uh, and that's the deal. But without any further ado, we haven't heard from this young lady in a long time. She's been on one of the longest trips in the history of a Japan tour. Uh, and her name is uh, Diana Perrazzo. We have Indie Indies with da- Diana. We have the fancy open. Are we ready for it before we get Diana? Three, two, one. The Taz Show presents In the Indies. Welcome to the Marshall High School. Welcome to the main are really talented. A weekly report of what's hot on the independent pro wrestling scene. Oh, Matt's going to do some damage indie wrestling at its best. Matt is an absolute beast. With some of the indie's best talent in territories today. Diana, what's up? Hi, how are you? Good, how you doing? Long time uh, no speak. What's been going on? How is that long, giant, huge trip you took? that tour to japan how'd it go oh it was um amazing i had so much fun and uh it was really bittersweet to come home <laughs> really yeah i, I was yeah. following you on twitter i mean it just it seemed like um seemed like you were constantly just working all the time it seemed like you were having a blast it seemed, it seemed like it was going well yeah um we had a substantial amount of downtime just to uh, enjoy life in in tokyo so um i was with a great group of girls and uh luckily we were able to have a lot of fun outside of just wrestling so um more than just wrestling experience and i think that i said this to you prior to leaving um i was able to do like a lot of life experience so that was really fun yeah well that's the key now how long were you there it was what three four weeks uh, I was there for two months. Two months. I was way off. Okay. It's, geez, that was the last time we talked was two months ago. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it, it, it had to be, um, I mean, obviously a whole, I remember the first time I went, like coming home, like the food, the different, the tasting of the food was the first thing that jumped out to me, like how food just tastes different, you know, because their food yeah. there is so much different, right? Yeah, I am. Um, it, it's funny because like I eat like one meal a day now, which is horrible, but like. Uh, I just got so accustomed to like not being home and not being able to cook and not being um, 
used to their food, so I just didn't eat when I was out, you know? Yeah. Um, so now when I'm home, I'm like, mm, I have like one meal at midday and I'm good. <laughs> but <laughs> so the adjustment period now being home and trying to like get my metabolism back on track and stuff like that is, is really hard. But how, how do you keep so much muscle on you eating one meal a day? That's crazy. That's bad. But how do you do that? I have no idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> nuts. Uh, I've been super busy since I've been home. I I was in Orlando for a week for WrestleMania weekend, and uh, I just did um, Baltimore with Ring of Honor. So like, I haven't even had time to like properly go to the gym or anything. But I've just been really trying to like force feed myself. <laughs> I, I respect you though because you you're always grinding. You know, like you just said, you just you come off from Japan from this two month tour, and then you're back on you're back working. You know, and there's you have no time for jet lag. You had to hit a little jet lag, but like. <laughs> you're constantly moving yeah it was when i went to japan it took me about two weeks to adjust and get a proper night's sleep and stuff um but coming home i think i just knew that i was going to be busy and my body knew that so um I, I didn't really feel as much jet lag coming home as i did when i when i arrived so i'm sure you're going to go back eventually i mean if they they, they must have loved your work and I'm, I'm, i heard you got over big there so i'm sure you're going to go back i would assume what in the summertime or if you have any idea when uh I, I told them like i would go back in a heartbeat as soon as they need me so hopefully summertime or maybe october yeah they usually try to yeah as you know they try to spread those tours out a little bit um yeah. what where so you were obviously did you were you living in tokyo where were you living yeah, they um, have an apartment for all of the, the foreign girls. They bring in um, in, right in Kamado, so it's like a little town in Tokyo. So you made a lot of new friends. You learned how to speak some Japanese, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, enough to get by every day. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. But I was able to spend the time with a whole different group of girls. So when I first arrived, I was with Shada Baszler and Viper and Kaylee Ray um, and Nixon Nuo, uh but they had left, and Shayna stayed, and Tony Storm came, and Zoe Lucas came. So, um, and right before the end of the trip, La Rosa Negra was there. So I was able to be with like a, a big, diverse group of girls right. and uh, get a lot of different people. That's cool. You made so you made new friends, obviously, and stuff. You worked with. Uh, I mean, were you working strictly with Japanese girls? Or were you working with with the American girls too? Like a, as far as opponents, I mean, you know. Um, I did a lot of six-man tags while I was there, so I got to, like, my first match was with all English-speaking, um, and then slowly it was just more with all the Japanese girls, but I tagged with Shayna Baszler a lot and, and Christy James, so um, it's funny. It it's as funny. That's funny you said six-man tags, and, like, even as a, as a female wrestler, you're saying six-man <laughs> tags. I, 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 you know, I guess I get stuck on the semantics, right? I mean, wouldn't it be six-man <laughs> tag? I, mean, I feel yeah. like we've had this we have because it's it's a pet peeve of mine. It drives me crazy, you know. I've talked to yeah. Vader. I've talked to Vader about this too. I've had a conversation like this with Gail Kim. I'm hung up on it with the women wrestling, you know. <laughs> no, uh, so it's so you you just said you worked for Ring of Honor, right? I know I saw yes. something like you said you were. That was WrestleMania. We went, went to Orlando. So right when you got home, you went to Orlando, right? Yeah, and yeah. Then, I was home. Um, I was home Tuesday for a whole day, and then I flew out Wednesday morning. Wow. And now, what, are you booked again this coming weekend? Uh, not this weekend. <laughs> good, good. You get to regroup a little bit. Yeah, it's it's been a weird transition for me, even because it's been a few days of just, like, downtime. Um, so I've just kind of been, like, going a little stir-crazy. 
But I think having a week to just get back to my normal routine and get back in the gym and try to uh, find some normalcy in my life now will be good and not have to worry about being on the road and traveling and stuff. Yeah, but it is. But when you're doing that, you know, and when you come home and it stops for a little while, it it does. I don't want to say it pisses you off, but you're. I don't look. I don't know you that well, just from working here on the show, and that you've always great when you come on the show, but. Um, you know, I'm assuming you're very competitive. I think I could tell you were a former athlete before you became a wrestler. So you get the competitive end of the industry. And so when you're not out there working and you're not working full-time like you were in Japan, I could see the stir-crazy part because I'd be the exact same way. I was when I came back. So I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it's been a weird transition of like, um, what's next? And I, I, I just want to keep up that work rate. I was so busy in Japan, and I had, and I had so much fun. Um, I just want to be able to do the same here. So I, yeah. I kind of, I'm trying to like get myself booked a lot more, and like just keep up a, a crazy schedule again, just to keep myself sane. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. You want to keep going. That's the, that's the idea. You're young. You're in your prime. You should do that. So, what are some of the? You have any other bookers you want to plug right now, or you want to wait on that, or do you want to discuss it? It's your call. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, um, luckily, uh, towards the end of the month, I'm booked a lot more. I um, am back with Northeast Wrestling um, on the 23rd, and then uh, the 29th and 30th, I'll be with Beyond Wrestling. Um, They're doing, like, two shows back-to-back that weekend. So uh, those are some other places that I worked before I left. So I'm just really happy to be able to be back with them and uh, keep doing what I'm doing. How often do you get to work uh, for Ring of Honor? Like, you said you worked for Ring of Honor. How often do you do that? Usually they do like at least one taping a month, um, whether it's just TV or house shows. So uh, hopefully like they have another taping in May. So I'll be there in May. And uh, usually it ends up being like once a month. Okay. Sounds good. Well, uh, right now, what time is in Japan? So for you, you probably feel like it's what? Like uh, they're 15 hours ahead. So the the clock, it confuses me. So you feel like it's probably 9 p.m. right now, right? Luckily, like in um in Florida, I did like a lot of uh, like I went to Disney one day, and so I my, my like I can sleep normally. Uh, okay. I got a good night's sleep last night. So awesome, awesome, that's good. I'm not too confused. Awesome, cool. Well, look, so we're in these is back, so we're gonna get rolling again. We'll get into regular routine or rotation whenever you can come on because people love when you're on, and I'm glad we were able to catch up real quick. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today. All right, Deanna, it's always a pleasure. And uh, and we'll talk to you probably, I don't know, we'll, we'll figure probably like, uh, I think Vader's coming on next week. And then we'll get rolling again, you know what I mean? And so as, uh, as everything gets rolling, you'll give us uh, your updates. And uh, it's great you're back here uh, in the good old USA. Yes, feels awesome. Thank you. All right. You. <laughs> good job, and congrats on that successful tour. I didn't know it was two months. Man, that's great. Uh, all right, Deanna Perrazzo, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. There you go, Deanna Perrazzo. <laughs> Uh, one of the uh, a girl who's gonna basically do big things in the business, uh, you know, on a big level sooner rather than later. I promise you that she just she's got that work ethic, she's got that drive, she's got that ability, she's got the look, she's got the whole package, you know. So you gotta, you know, you gotta like uh, you gotta realize that there's a big competitive world out there with this wrestling business, especially amongst the females. Females are in a different bracket now. It's not like years ago where it was. You know, the girls, unfortunately, uh, they were just looked at as TNA, you know, not not the wrestling company. You know what I mean? Now it's about performance in the ring and athleticism, and Deanna brings that big time. El Filippo in Delaware, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hello, Taz. Lumberjack and company. How are you, my friend? Pretty good. I have uh, 
two hamburger off the hooks. Well, hold on now. Wait a minute. We can't do two. You have to do three. Yeah, come on. You got to give me three. You know the rules here. It's got to be three. Now, you're in Delaware. I know you don't have much food joints there, but um, I'm sure you got three for me, my friend. Oh, no, I'm really stuck on um, stuck on giving you three, but the second one is a triple. All righty. Well, there was one I didn't get a chance to mention. I'll mention after I talked to you, El Filippo, that I wanted to have in, but it's an honorable mention. But I'll let you do your two. That's a rare thing. It's usually the rules of three. You're breaking the rules, but I like you. Go. Appreciate that. Okay. Oh, white coffee pot versus white towel versus white castle. Okay, now hold on a second, sir. So wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Hey, hey, sir! You just put three. You're breaking the rules again. It's, it's you can't do. It's not a three-way dance. It's a one-on-one match. Okay, that's why I said triple at first. Yeah, but you can't do that. You got to So you have. That means you have five joints, not. You have five hamburger joints, not six. Dennis, right? I mean, what are we doing here? Okay, I'm disqualified on that one. You kind of am. You kind of are, I should say. What are you other two? What are you other ones? The other one was uh, Five Guys versus Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers? Wow, I'm surprised you said that. A little disappointing, yell, Filippo. i got to be honest with you. I mean, your choice in hamburgers, I mean, I'm with you other Five Guys. Uh, and let me ask you something. There's one I didn't have on there, El Filippo, that I wanted. Dennis, you might not have ever had this. You might have had a... You might had had it, El Flippo, and that is uh, what they call a Whataburger. Yes. Have you ever had that, El Flippo? Not familiar with that one at all. Listen to me, my friend. If you are ever in the great state of Texas, there are Whataburgers everywhere, and they are absolutely phenomenal. Make sure you're near, the, near an ambulance because you will get a heart attack after you eat it, but they are phenomenal, my friend. Whataburger, big-ass burgers. They're real good. Duly noted. All right, my friend. Let me let you go. I'll talk to you soon. All right. El Flippo right there, completely blowing up the, uh, uh, you know, burger joints off the hook. <laughs> he did a three-way dance. He didn't have six. He's, like, all over the place. And he went with all all white themed. Yeah, like, it was crazy. He kind of hacked you a little bit. You did the white mamba. No, what'd you say it the was? White mamba, yeah, yeah, the, the white mamba, yeah. white man, which, oh, <laughs> it, was, it was typical me. That while Deanna was on, she's a Jersey girl, isn't she? Yes, she is. All I could think of was I, I just wanted to be like, Deanna, have you had white manna? <laughs> yeah. It's for the best. Yeah, thank God you didn't talk to her. <laughs> I don't like when you speak to women. It's not good. No, hey, I don't either. Uh, Mike, you're on the Tash Show. What's going on? Oh, this is Sal. Sal? All right. Sal Mike. from Brooklyn. Uh, I got, well, I, I, hold on a second. Well, Sal, whoa, 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 Sal, 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 Relax, relax. Uh, you're screaming. You got it out for me, Taz. Bro. Cowboy, this is the second time. Cowboy got you again, bro? Seriously? He's trying to make me look like a liar, like I'm making up fake names or something. Cowboy. All because the last time when he was lying and said that I wanted to give a WrestleMania prediction. <laughs> you know, Sal, that's I, that's funny. Actually. I want to put the I want to apologize to someone who never apologizes, the oh, lumberjack. I know who that is. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Go ahead, do it for him. I enjoy him a lot more than I ever enjoyed the captain. Me the captain too. Captain used to get very nasty with uh, callers, that's and true. Uh, he did. He did. He's I remember right. when he that's true. Out. Hold on, Sal's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, captain. It used to get like if someone said something, he get he would he would get very angry. He did. Wow. I remember when he flipped out on Mr. Arkansas because Mr. Arkansas yes. made a promo and it offended the cowboy and uh, Miss no Mr. Arkansas didn't get through one week was right. off the hook. Right, right, right. And like there was a big thing and you know uh, Captain got all like 
He got like yeah. a sissy over it. Sissy. Buy a hat. But, yes. No, okay. I just wanted to call a flag on a fellow caller. Sure. Um, Miguel from New Jersey, I believe his name is. I believe that's one of our. That's what he callers. says. He's a close friend of mine, actually. That's oh, really? And, uh, that's interesting. That's no one cares. Well, he did what now? He he promised you that he was going to bring you know some Taz show representation at uh you know WrestleMania. Yeah, he did say design. that. He didn't do nothing. Nothing. Yeah, Quick. like he Nothing. didn't. When he went to Philly for the Raw before Mania, no sign, promised you. Yep. Now, WrestleMania, he went to every show there was NXT, Hall of Fame, Raw, everything. Mark WrestleMania, Jones. WrestleMania, not one mark. sign. Not one, not one show, not, not one sign, no nothing. So basically, Sal, should I ban him from the show? Have your boy Cowboy ban him? I mean, Cowboy's basically trying to ban me. Give me I, think, <laughs> I think Cowboy's sabotaging you. That's what's happening with that. Seriously, that's you know, what's going on there. You know, he, he fools you. He comes off like a nice guy, answers the phone so nice and professional, <laughs> and just makes all these mistakes. The best you ever had was the late, great, handsome Johnny. Test one, two. Listen, it's, you can't compare, no disrespect to our uh, friend Cowboy, but to your point, uh, uh, Sal, you can't, I mean, it's tough. The handsome Johnny is the OG. I mean, he's the man. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, God rest his soul. Yeah, God I mean, rest his soul. I but Lumberjack... You're a gentleman, and you're a scholar in my eyes now. Oh, he's not a scholar, and he's, he's far from not, a scholar. He, he's he's a fodder. That's, that's what he is. That's. Oh. <laughs> You know, what, you know what, Taz? I, I drive a taxi for a living, and I always listen to your show live. Awesome. And then whenever you play that fart noise, the customers look at me and think it was me. I swear to God, I'm so embarrassed. I have to explain what's going on, and I'm listening to the show. Well, we don't. We, I'll let you go. Thank you, Taz, man. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. Sal right. from Brooklyn, not Mike. All right, Mike, take care. <laughs> so, Mike in Brooklyn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he's a good guy, Sal. He's a. He's not a fan of the cowboy. That's for sure. Good lordy me. This might be my favorite. It's not even a running joke now. That's twice in a row. Cowboys burned him. <laughs> cowboy. Uh, the, the cowboy have any burger joints off the hook? He's no. He. <laughs> He he's said, pissed about Sal. He said to me, he's like, he's like, I don't have any. Oh, all right, that's great. He's really contributing a lot. No, but he, he's got to be upset over I mean, if he wants to defend himself at any time, he can. I mean, that that's fine. I mean, you know, he, if he'd like to, he can do that. If not, then he can just go away too, cowboy. <laughs> hey, uh, Danny in New York, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? What's up, Taz? <laughs> How are you, Dan? First time, long time. How are you? Oh, look at this guy. First time, long time. Isn't that nice? The yeah, How are you, buddy? Um, kind of marking out right now the fact that I'm on the phone with you. Oh, really? Uh, well, that's kind yeah. of you, my friend. I'm a regular J, a G. You can just have a regular conversation <laughs> with your G. It's all good, first, brother. How you doing, man? First off, good moment, Captain Man Meat. Yes. Uh, we like, yeah, I'll take Captain Man Meat. No, listen, listen, you don't correct Danny. All of a sudden, you're a big shot. You're a veteran of the show, Dennis. Calm down. <laughs> he called you Captain Meat, and it fits. Well, I don't want Dan. Yeah, the next thing you know, it's going to be Viking, Viking, not Viking, worse. Not Viking man, me, Jones. Yeah. Anyway, not about you. It's about Danny. Danny, where in New York are you from? Strong Island. Oh, look at this guy. All right, well, how can I help you, big guy? You going to the show tonight? Yes, sir. Really? And uh, how many Taz Show signs will you have with you? Uh, multiple. I, I will make sure that I carry the Taz Show respectfully. Yeah, I don't believe you. But anyway, it's okay. We love you anyway. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, I was just wondering, who do you think is going... Uh, I don't know. I know you, you said... Um, Charlotte, Seth, AJ, yeah, New Day. Um, well, I said no. You're talking about going from Raw, just to, switching in general. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, uh, dude. I think, like I was saying the other day, I'm looking at. I think we did this on Friday. I um, 
don't know. I'm thinking that uh, from the Raw roster, I think Sami Zayn could be a guy that you see go. That's what I would do. I would do. I would have Titus O'Neil go to SmackDown. Enzo and Big Cass, I think they need a little re- revamp. I would say uh, possibly uh, Sasha Banks, Shining Stars, th- those type of folks. Bo Dallas for sure, too, and that's really what I said. Okay, but with Seth Rollins going to SmackDown, right, who would you pair him with if AJ leaves? Shinsuke? Uh, you mean as far as an angle? Who would I feud yeah. him with? So if Seth Rollins goes to SmackDown, who would I feud him with? Well, I think, I think Nakamura is a, a great pick. My only thing is, like, Seth is a babyface now. Like, he's a pretty, you know, he's a legit babyface. Nak- um, Nakamura obviously is a babyface, too. I don't know, man. I don't know if I would do the Nakamura thing right away. I think I'd have him go. If you keep Miz on SmackDown, which I think don't think they should, but if you do, I would do it. I noticed Dennis's eyes lit up. I would do Seth Rollins and Miz at a nice angle. That's what I would do. Dennis, you don't agree or you agree? I, no, Miz. And you put anybody with Miz right now. Miz is doing some Because you can have work. guys that could really have a, a, another verbal battle because, you know, Seth's pretty good on the stick. I, th- I think Miz is better on the mic. Uh, I, I would go that route, or I would even build up Seth Rollins right away for, for maybe Baron, um, for um, uh, Bray Wyatt. You know what I mean, Danny? Okay. Now, with this whole shakeup, this is my final question, and thank you for taking my call. No I appreciate problem. it. No problem. Um, doesn't it seem like with this whole shakeup, I mean, it seems like after tonight, I'm going to see Reigns. I'm going to see Styles. I'm going to see, you know, the Hardys are still going to be on Raw. Uh, a lot of, a lot more big names are going to be on Raw, and I just feel as though Vince is just going to be pushing Raw down our throats. I don't know about that. Why, why, I don't. I don't know if I, Danny. I don't know if I agree with you. I don't know. I mean. I don't know if I, I don't know about that. I think they're doing it. You don't think they're doing a good job sprinkling, uh, you know, the, the 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 popularity on both shows. I mean, pushing both shows. Okay, on the main card, right on SmackDown, you have Knock. <laughs> Love it. Uh, you got Knock. You got Bray. Hold on, bro, 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 Danny, Danny. First of all, Nakamura, Knock, as you and Dennis call him. You don't know for sure if Knock, like He's I said, be on the main card. But bro, bro, you keep saying the main card. What does the main card mean? What does that mean? Uh, okay, the the main match, the the a main uh, eventer, a main eventer, the main eventer. Main okay, eventer. so so right away, dude, you got to understand something. The, I told you guys this. And it's a shoot. The Miz stuff they did or lack thereof with Nakamura the other day on SmackDown. That that they didn't touch, and I had this epiphany while I was doing the show because one of those cats is going. So Nakamura could end up on Raw. Yes, he'll be in that main event running. I don't know if they'll ever put the world title on Nakamura. I, I maybe I'll be wrong, but I've said this before, Danny. I think because of the lack of him being able to cut a real promo, could hurt him. So you got to promo. You got to uh, you got to book him against a heel that can talk. So if it's Miz or whatever, that's not going to be Miz. But let's say it's Miz or on Raw. You know, let's say you do AJ Styles and AJ goes to Raw uh, and then you move Nakamura to Raw. You do something like that. I mean, there's plenty of guys who can talk, uh, you know, on a Raw roster. But I, what I was up telling you, dude, is don't, don't think that Nakamura is staying on SmackDown. He might be going. That's fair enough. No, but what, you seem like you don't believe me. I'm gonna say no, I'll convince you. No, I just, I just, I'm afraid, right? Because I enjoy SmackDown more than I like Raw. Right. I enjoy Raw. Uh, I feel like it's an actual wrestling show. You know, I just feel as though after Bray Wyatt ran the Orton, where are they gonna go? If Nakamura, you said Nakamura is gonna leave Raw, right? And but Bray bro, bro, if not, hold on, hold on. If Nakamura leaves Raw, you, you're keeping. I mean, I'm sorry, let me let me finish. Let me say it again. Hold on, slow down. If Nakamura 
leaves SmackDown, you're keeping Miz on SmackDown. Not, both and of those guys, listen, listen, Miz and Nakamura, they are not going to be on the same show, in my opinion. They're not going to be on the same show. I, I'd be shocked because these guys did not touch in this angle or lack thereof that they did the other day. So let's say hypothetically, just for, for, for the hell of it here, you and I, Danny, spitballing as we say here on the Taz Show. Yeah. Let's say, okay, Miz goes to Raw. Nakamura stays on SmackDown. So there you got one guy who's a legit guy, okay, on SmackDown. AJ, I think, is going to Raw. So you lose a big one in AJ. But what happens now, you get someone like Sami Zayn and they start pushing the piss out of him. Or let's say Chris Jericho comes to SmackDown starts getting pushed. Maybe a Braun Strowman who's kind of in a land of his own. Braun comes to SmackDown. You know, I don't. I think they're going to spread the wealth, Danny. That's my point. Okay, so, okay. so this is just going to be an opportunity for like guys like, like you said, Baron Corbin. Braun Strowman, yeah. the revival, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, guys yes. like that to elevate, their, okay, to spread out what's on top of the card, like the Reigns, the, the AJ Styles, and everything. I but, but, dude, but, yeah, yeah, but, but, listen, but listen to me. Listen, the only thing that's preventing guys like this that we're talking about from being on, like, being a main eventer, like Sami Zayn, okay? Yeah. He's not a main eventer, agreed? Uh,. If pushed the right way, I but that, well, you, that's my point to you. You, you, you know, you guys got to realize if uh, you can't consider someone a main eventer until these, it, the, Butte is in the eye to be older. If they start pushing him and booking him like a main eventer, Sammy can handle a big time slot with no problem. He can, and we, I think we all agree on that, right? So, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, so I mean, I just think give it a little time, Dan. I do. I give it a little time, and I think you'll you'll be happy with what you see. I, I, my opinion, I don't have any inside tip. Man, they're running a show close to my house. I'm not even going. How about that? Thank you for calling, Danny, by the way. I'm going to break, though. I know that much. I kind of agree with Dan. About what? I think they're going to... I I think that Raw is going to be heavy. Okay, can we go to break? Yeah. Thank you. And then another side break, I will discuss again with you then, if you'd like, that I disagree with you and Dan. Uh, that's fine. This you really have no say in the matter. And we'll also be on, uh, uh, what do you call it, Facebook Live. We'll start a break at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. And I'll we'll take some more calls. And we're going to enter the fourth quarter city, a fourth quarter deal here shortly. Taz Show, Monday edition. Rolling along. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ah! Fourth quarter city Monday edition, Tasha. Talking some superstar shakeup. Talking about what's going to happen tonight on Raw at the Nassau Coliseum. Everybody was asking, will Taz be there? He doesn't live that far. Will yours truly be there? No one actually asked that question. Not one person. But uh, as far as I know, no, I won't be there. Unless something changes in the next few hours, so I, I doubt it. So, uh, yeah. I'm probably going to go to the hamburger tonight. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't think I'll be there. I don't work for them no more. They don't need me. I'm old news. Old guy Jones. Shit show McGee, as they call it. 
on that note, we are on the uh, Facebook Live right now. Facebook.com slash The Taz Show. Yes, so hello everybody on Facebook Live. Uh, the gimmick chat people hate you. They wanted to give you that message, so I did. Um, earlier we had Deanna Perrazzo on. That was nice of Deanna via the Skype. Tomorrow we'll have Mike Johnson on with the PW Insider Report. Wednesday. It's going to be cool. going to have a uh, guy who's never been on my show before. A good friend of mine who uh, hosts a plethora of shows for CBS Sports Radio, along with hosting shows with WFAN here in New York City. His name is Mark Malusis, as we call him Moose. Yes, uh, Moose is a big, big uh, fan of wrestling, supports the business. Also an expert in sports, also a great broadcaster, and I've been on his show several times. He's helped me promote my WrestleMania special, my Royal Rumble specials, everything I've done with CBS Sports Radio. So the Moose is the man, and I love him. So uh, we're going to have Moose on the show on Wednesday and uh, support Moose. I'll tweet out his Twitter later on. He's a good dude. And then, um, <laughs> excuse me. And then on um, Thursday, I think it is, right? Uh, the main female of the Taz show, the Katie Linendahl, will be on the show here. Yes, Katie will be here. I'll be, wearing my, I'll be wearing my brand new lumberjack shirt. It's awesome. No one cares. Yeah, because you you have to try to look suave bola when Katie's here. Suave. I, I don't know about suave bola, but I definitely might have ebola. No, you can look like suave bola ball. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, Katie. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Katie. I love you. That's you. <laughs> that's, Hi, Katie. That's not my gimmick. That's somebody else's around well, here. Well, hold on a second. It's funny you said that. Anthony is still not back. They call me the Shockmaster. So any any update on when he's coming back to the show? Did he quit? What's the story? I love it out in California. <laughs> I never want to return. Oh God, it's too much. This he's <laughs> he's gonna. It's the stupidest impersonation, but I pop every time. He's gonna come back. It's the funniest shit. You do it, you pop me. I can't help. How how must the show that I was gone? Uh, <laughs> and it only kind of resembles his voice. Oh. They call me the Shockmaster. I love making fun of people who are not here. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, except that time I did to Katie, and she heard the show. That part wasn't fun. No. Yeah, she called me out on it too. Well, Katie will be here. Hope she's in a good mood. Last time she was here, man, she was kind of in. To be honest, a little bit of a bitchy mood. I gotta be honest. She yeah, really was. Like, no, but she was a little bitchy. She was. I just, I'm just saying. Oh man, why are you doing this? I don't know why I just said that. I shouldn't. But yeah, she's no, gonna get mad. She's, she's gonna, gonna get really. She's mad. gonna be extra salty now. Yeah, she just gets. She she even left pissed off the other day. That last time she was here, because she leaves very high energy Jones, and she was just like, yeah. She didn't even say goodbye. No, the show did. ended. She just she like high five me and walked out. Like it was like really awkward. So yeah, I don't know, but um. But, you know, she's great. Everybody loves Katie. So uh, she's very busy. You know, I'm, I'm so lucky she got she squeezed in a little time for, for the Taz show. You know, it was very kind of her. So that's kind of her deal. She's very busy. She's very famous. She's always running around. It's nice. Oh, by the way, I don't think I told her this. happened over the weekend. WWE, speaking of Katie, right? They tweeted out the... Uh, oh, I forgot Jesus, to talk about I that. Forget. The performance, uh, the, the knock song, Nakamura, that, the, the gimmick we showed on the YouTube uh. that Katie did. 
with her girlfriends, Ballerina Jones up in the mountain. And uh, yeah, and then WWE, they tweeted it out. So how cool is that? I'm just saying, that's awesome. High road, way to go. Oh, I'm proud of you. Jo- professional Jones, you know. I mean, really, I, I think that's great. Really, you know what I mean? So, uh, so that's the deal. I'm going to take a look at the Facebook real quick. Then I'm going to get to the phones. You have people calling. Uh, we're in the fourth quarter here. Uh, I have things to do. I don't really want to spend much t- more time on the show. Still, I'm done. I'm mailing it in. I'm joking. Not mailing it in. Hello, everyone on the uh, Facebook uh, Facebook Live. Grant Eric saying they're hacking you again. Uh, S-M-H. That stands for, Dennis, Shake My Head. You should have a new one called S-M-A, Shake My Ass. That should be your... (laughs) (laughs) Video of that. Oh, my God. See, I thought S-M-H stood for Sandwiches Meets Hungry. No. H, dude. It's an ace. S- well, no, oh, oh. <laughs> S- no, stands for shake my head. And you should have SMA, shake my ass. And no, you should have G I B. Get in my belly. I forgot. G I M B. Gimby. Get in my bimby. All the low level of sophomore kids. I'm also, for you new people on Facebook Live that don't watch the other three quarters of the show, we are in an off the hooks this week, a new off the hooks of burger joints off the hook. We're already scraping a barrel for content on off the hooks. All burger joints off the hook this week. Okay, you need basically six joints. Uh, who's the best against who? And that's where we are. So that's what we're doing with that. So burger joints off the hook. It looks like Facebook Live is frozen. Is it frozen on your end? I don't know what's going on. Give me a second, folks. And I'll get to the calls. I'm just checking something. I'm having a little bit of a problem. It might just be the internets here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. There's problems. We're checking. Just give me a second. Everybody on the audio on demand podcast version of the show. I apologize. <sighs> Sit, there's problems. Are we good on the... Uh, are we good? You're just looking at me like I'm an idiot. Instead of interrupting <laughs> me and saying, Taz, everything's fine. Everything's good? Everything's good. Okay, I, I wasn't aware. I just I uh, no because if fro- I, I you know I can never I can't tell. <laughs> no, you and Facebook have a very contentious relationship. It's a good point, my friend. It's a very good point. Um, also, I didn't get a chance to speak about the Masters, uh, about the golf, and I said I was going to talk a little golf, and I, I don't want to get too deep into it because I the other stuff about the sh- superstar shakeup. Do I need to talk about that? That Garcia won his first uh, Sergio Garcia. Defeat Justin Rose in sudden death to win the Masters. Do I need to discuss this? Do I need to discuss that this is Garcia's first major win, not to be confused with the minors, in 70, in 70 attempts and becomes the third Spaniard. Spaniard! The third Spaniard to win the Masters behind Sevilla Balalala. He was one of the greats. And Jose Maria Alazaba. So, <laughs> Garcia's first major win in 70 attempts to become the third Spaniard to win the Masters behind Seve Balasala and Jose Maria Alalazaba. Two, two of the greats. There you go. I covered golf. So, Taz's coverage of golf might be the best <laughs> coverage ever. I gotta be honest. I think a lot of people are like, yo, now that is how you cover golf. Absolutely. And uh, yes, that's how you do it. Yeah, so a uh, very, uh, very busy show it's been. 
They've got people on the phone. The phones are running the muck. I got to get to the phones and talk to some of these people over there. Um, let's talk to uh, Sean in uh, Indiana. You're on the Tash Show. What's up, buddy? Sean. Hey, hey Tash. Sorry, I was switching from uh, Bluetooth down to my phone. I know you don't like that echo. so uh, No one cares. Oh, that's great. Uh, how can I help you, big guy? <laughs> What's up, brother? <laughs> well, uh, you know, in, in Spirit of the Masters, I was out golfing this weekend and got burnt all to hell. So, really? uh, you know, I look like a big red idiot right now. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Where are you golfing in Indiana? You guys have golf courses? Yeah, surprisingly enough, we have a few around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't um, know that. I didn't know you people golf over there. You play basketball, and that's really it. And wrestle. Yeah, I mean, a, a few of us do. A few of us do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. So you got sunburn. You got the sunburn. All right. What else is going on? Well, uh, you know, I was I was kind of thinking about Monday Night Raw, and uh, you know, a few different angles they could go. Um, you know, I apologize. I didn't hear the first start, uh, first part of the show today. Ah, uh, you didn't miss much. Uh, well, you know, if Dennis was there, you know. Well, unfortunately, uh, he was here. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Tomorrow's his last day, though. He gave his notice. You had to hear oh, it. Oh, my God. It's John. Yeah, really. He gave his notice. He said he quits. Two-hour notice. <laughs> Two-hour notice. <laughs> As is tradition. No, I'm kidding. Unfortunately, he'll be here. Uh, Sean, so what about Raw? What's your predictions? So, uh, you know, we've got, we've got Brock Lesnar with the Universal title, and uh, then we've got um, you know, Kevin Owens, who officially has not had his uh, quote-unquote uh, rematch, and we've also got Finney, who hasn't had his rematch either. Finney. Well, um, Finn, as you call Finney, Finn Balor, the thing is, too, which is disappointing, and you're right, what you just said, by the way, the thing that's disappointing for me, Sean, is the fact that, um, you know, it's a deal where, uh, you know, now Roman Reigns is, is in the crosshairs of Brock and, you know, and Paul Heyman, and that's, from a creative standpoint, I don't think that's the way to go. I said this the other day, dude. I, 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 I was hoping last Monday on Raw after WrestleMania, Finn Balor would have popped in and uh, got right into that angle with, 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 you know, for that universal title. And to your point about Kevin Owens, you're right. I mean, that's why. I mean, who knows? Maybe Kevin Owens ends up on SmackDown. You know, could be. You know, that could happen too. Right. You know, with uh, with all the moving pieces, I, you know, I, I, I don't always like to see triple threats, but you know. Hearing Kevin Owens' music hit coming down, giving some uh, jive to Brock Lesnar, and then you know Finn Balor's music hitting, and him coming out and saying, "Well, no, 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 right? I get the shot too." You know, a triple threat I thought might be kind of cool to yeah. at least cl- clear the clear those guys and get their uh, get their rematches. Might be a way to protect uh, but, Lesnar if, but, if Finn could get a pin on uh, Owens, you know, and get the title that way. No, I disagree with that, Sean, because Finn needs to beat the champion. The type of wrestler Finn is, and the babyface he is. He needs to submit or pin whomever the champion is, not go backdoor Jones. I don't agree with that. I, I think that Finn is that type of babyface. He's not a heel. He did it with a heel, I think. You want to galvanize and, and keep that credibility of a Finn Balor, he's got to pin or submit Brock Lesnar. I'm telling you. Or whoever the universal champ is. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with your idea on doing a triple threat. I just don't think you'd fold guys into triple threats just to give them their rematch. That's that's really bad booking. You know what I mean? I, I think that right. a guy like Finn, you got, if you're going to put him in there, he's got to win that title. He's got to win it. I, 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 I do. And, Sean, thank you for calling. I don't think – I think you got a better shot of seeing Finn involved with a th- triple threat. Maybe they go my idea that, that, that I suggested before WrestleMania, where Finn is the smaller guy amongst Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. And now maybe you go, Finn is the guy in there against these two monsters and Roman Reigns, and maybe he comes out. Roman Reigns uh, comes out tonight, says something to Brock. Finn comes out and says, yo, remember me? I was the Universal Champ. What's up? And now you do a three-way where, uh, you know, a little engine that could, for lack of better terms, I hate to say it like that, 
would be Finn Balor in some way, somehow, at SummerSlam, it's a three-way, Roman Reigns versus Brock for the Universal title with, uh, versus, um, I'm sorry, the three-way with um, Babylon, with uh, uh, Finn Balor. And somehow, some way, Finn Balor ends up, uh, you know, getting that championship. I think that'd be an amazing moment at SummerSlam or whatever big show or big Raw or something like that. I do think tonight's Raw is going to be pretty good, though. I got a feeling it's going to be pretty good. The crowd on Long Island is usually very strong. It's a, it's a great, great vibe uh, for sure, and I do think that they'll be into it. As long as they keep the show moving and the superstar shakeups, they do some stuff that really are shakeups. Um, I think that it'll be pretty good right here uh, at the uh, at the um, you know the new Nassau Coliseum. They redid that whole arena, so we'll see what happens. I wonder if the Islanders are in the back. Uh, the Islanders. You know, I think they will. Yeah, because the Brooklyn thing, I don't know if that's really working out yeah, that well. I don't think either part side is happy with yeah. what's happened. It's like me here. It's just so many parts of everything I'm not happy about. <laughs> Michael Ward on Facebook Live says, Finn Balor would kill Roman. I don't know, in a fight, in a real match. What are we talking here, Mike? I mean, they, you know, Roman Reigns, I don't think people realize how tough this guy is. He's a big, rugged Samoan dude that can go. He's a pretty rugged dude. People are just hung up with this guy's promo work or the, the push that WWE's given. They don't realize this guy's actually a bad MF'er. So um, that's what I've heard. He's pretty tough. But, you know, I think all wrestlers are tough. Do what the boys do. It uh, definitely takes some balls, toughness, physical in, uh, fortitude, and all the other good stuff. Vinny in New York, you're on a Taz show. Hey, yo, what's up, Taz? Uh, Lou Sass and uh, Lumberhack. What's up? Lou Sass. What's up, Big Vin? Not much, man. From Poughkeepsie. Uh, love when you give me a shout out. Just wanted to put you over. But you're on Poughkeepsie, so you're not far from uh, the lumberjack. Lives not far from that area, correct, lumberjack? Oh, yeah. I grew up. I, I currently live in the Bronx, but I grew up in Orange County. Look at this guy, Orange County Jones. Yeah, up in Middletown. Yep. All right, how can I help okay. you, Vin? What's up? Talk to me. Uh, not much, man. Just been listening for about a year and a half, man. Oh yeah. Love every episode, bro. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Uh, had a little inside baseball. I don't know if you want to give that. Uh-oh. So you're an inside of wrestling? You know the insides and the outsides of the business? Is that what we got here? Uh, a little bit. I mean, uh, from your behalf, I know a little bit more, you know? All right. Well, uh, I guess you're going <laughs> to... I don't know where we're going here, but I get home. Uh, it's your call. Talk to me. Nah. Uh, nah <laughs> I was like, if someone's got like a one-on-one in the ring, and uh, I was just saying, like, who takes over the match? If it's a guy who has, like, more veterancy or experience or whatnot... Uh, who who takes control in a match? You're saying in a one-on-one match? Yeah. Well, then usually it's the. Well, this is very inside baseball. So uh, usually it is the bad guy, the heel. Usually takes control of the match. But if there is a big experience difference, then the in the the experienced guy. So let's say for example, it's the Undertaker as a babyface, as a good guy, against. Well, we just saw Roman. Re- well, Roman Reigns wasn't really a heel, but he was. That's a bad example. Let's say Kevin Owens as a heel. Uh, against uh, Undertaker as a babyface. Okay, Vin, you got me? Yeah, okay, so, so let's say in that, you know, Kevin Owens would kind of lead a little bit, but basically Undertaker could trump whatever and kind of take the lead if he needs to. You always give that, to your point, the edge to the experience, especially when there's a lot of experience. So that's the deal on that, Vin. Thanks. Go on, bro. Um, what else we got? We got people on Facebook Live. We got people over there at the, uh, at the what do you call it, the... Um, at the gimmick chat, I was just talking with those people. They 
hate everyone at the Facebook Live. You do know that, right, Dennis? Yes. No, they do. big arch rivals. I it's love big. it. It's big. It's big. I love it. I'm, I'm into it. I'm big time. I think it's uh, the way it should be. It's life. That's how it is. We should all be competing against each other. We got Facebook Live. We got David King saying, what's going on with JB and Josh in TNA? TNA, twice for some reason. I guess he's Tommy two times. Two times. <laughs> Says everything twice. Twice. Nice. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, I was watching TNA a little bit. I haven't watched it the past few weeks, but um, I think they're shooting a little angle with those two guys. I don't know if they're going to get into a match or what. You know, um, uh, I, I, I think that'd be pretty funny to see those guys get into a fight or a match. Um, I like JB. He's been on my show, been in my studio. If it's a fight, I'm going to have to go with Josh. He's a former wrestler. And, um, you know, if, if he wins the match, I would say I train Josh. If he loses, then I would say I'll snow train him. That's how this goes because we both train him on tough enough. So if he wins, then I train him. If he loses, well, Al <laughs> Snow didn't teach him right. That's how that goes. Uh, James Torado, Impact is cringeworthy. I don't. I haven't. I don't really watch that much, so I can't sit here and knock what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? So uh, I understand. Uh, right now, everybody's kind of full throttle with WWE program. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, you know, so so we'll see tonight too more. Uh, We'll see what they're going, where they're going. I should say a little bit more with Kurt Angle as the GM. You know, I, I do think that um, my idea from the other day, if you have Miz in a superstar shakeup, end up on Raw, and somehow you get into an angle with Miz and Kurt Angle, a long angle like they did with Dan- Daniel Bryan and, and Miz, similar stuff, but go deeper into it, where it ends up being a match. If Kurt Angle comes back. See, the beauty of that is that if Miz wrestles Kurt Angle and Miz loses the match, some people will bitch. Oh, it's not a guy in his prime. Oh, my God, he's losing to a guy who's just gotten the Hall of Fame and all this. Well, first of all, Miz is not a spring chicken, let's be honest. He's experienced been around a long time. Number two, if you do have Miz lose a match like that against Kurt Angle, it doesn't hurt Miz. <clears throat> Miz is that type of heel. I'm telling you guys, the, the more this guy is on the mic, the more he gets over, wins and losses don't matter. Uh, in that type of scenario, to be frank, I would have Miz lose the match. I would have Kurt beat him. You know, I'm talking about a match maybe at SummerSlam or beyond, you know? I know you sat on this the weekend, Dennis, and you love my idea more than ever. I know that. It, <laughs> post, post-show, Seth and I actually... The, Seth who? Who's Seth? The KFJ. Oh, they call him the Kung Fu Jobber? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. We, uh... We explain that exact scenario, so I, we we, <laughs> we naturally very much agree with your. So let me get this straight. So, so hold on, hold on. Let me just get hold on that. Wait a second. So, so what happens here? So I leave the show after we're done, and after I'm done making magic out here. So then, what happens is you and Seth sit around and talk about my show. Uh, is, that, is that what happens? Uh, think about this. Is that, is that what you guys are doing here? I mean, seriously. Uh, is anybody sitting in my chair? That's a problem. No. No. Nobody no sits in your okay, chair. Great. Okay, that's good. That's we good. actually <laughs> flip the chair upside down in and, honor. And piss on a chair. I understand. Oh, that's Rover. I don't <laughs> do that. I don't think you guys should be talking about my content unless I approve. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right, no more storylines. <laughs> you, you cannot speak about my content unless I give you approval. Chairman, L.A., Taz Show. What's up, buddy? What's up, Taz? How are you, Chan? And what's up, Dirt Sheet Dennis? I forgot about that nickname. Hi, Chan Man. I love the Dirt Sheet Dennis. <laughs> yeah, he's always reading the dirt sheets. All right. Yeah. 
So I had two things. First, I wanted to apologize to Dirt Sheet Dennis uh, himself for being critical of him last week. What? I love you, Dirt Sheet Dennis. I love I, you. I love you too, Chan, man. I didn't think you were critical in the least. Okay. Oh, okay, good, because I talked about how you side and how you don't write notes and how you eat food and all that stuff, you know. No, that was just constructive criticism. So you guys uh, just see? said you loved each other, but you don't really love each other. Oh, I love him. No, no. I hate oh. everyone. Chan, I don't. I believe you, Chan. I don't believe Dennis. He's a little bit of a slunker. <laughs> no, I do Dennis. love Dennis, but I love Taz more because Taz is a man. Yes. Okay, hold on. Stop it. Sorry, Sound Effects Store is taking a life out of its own. Uh, so what's up, brother? Talk to me. <laughs> Man, I, want, I wanted to talk about the superstar shakeup. So um, I'm getting kind of scared about Brock Lesnar being on the same brand as, like, stars like uh, Styles, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, uh, all the shenanigans. Well, uh, Dirt Sheet Dennis, he probably knows about uh, – uh, he heard the rumors that possibly Brock Lesnar might keep the title up until WrestleMania next year where he goes against Roman Reigns. If that's true, then what about these stars not getting the title for a whole year? What do you think about that? Uh, if that's true, that's a problem. I don't think I don't think Brock should have the title for a long time, in my opinion. I think the longest you should go is maybe. So, uh, I, and I love Brock. Don't get me wrong. I would not have put the title on him. I don't think he needs it. I don't think... I mean, yeah, it helps the title a little bit, yeah. But it, you know, I, I don't think Brock needs it. I think if you would have put it on Finn, it, it would have uh, it would have meant just as much, if not more, because I think Finn, as a guy who's not a gigantic babyface, can basically carry that title uh, very uh, <clears throat> very powerfully. And by the way, Chan, man, someone on uh, Facebook Live just put this caller is cool. Um, I find that very interesting because you happen to be the caller. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that about? <laughs> well, I just see. <laughs> and then Chairman on, on Facebook Live, there's another Chairman that said, I like this guy. That's great shit. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. You crazy bastard. Oh, oh man. No, but anyway, I think so. I do think that you got to put the title um, on someone that's going to. Not that Brock won't defend it the right way, but, you know. I just don't think I think that a guy like Finn, it just he was the pick to be the first Universal Champ for the right reasons. I think he's the guy that you want to galvanize as that champion. I just think it's a good fit, and I think they'll get back there eventually. I don't know when though. Thank you, Champ, for calling, bro. That's apparently people on Facebook love you. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just think that um, I think you gotta you gotta really think about this Universal title situation, and I, I just think you gotta get it off Brock sooner rather than later. I mean, I know everybody's talking about Survivor. I mean, a SummerSlam, but I, I think you got to try and do it beforehand. Um, but you know, they, they, you know, I didn't, I did not like the fact that you know, and then we're in fifth quarter city, by the way. I did not like the fact that that freaking they had they had um, Finn come back in a tag team scenario last week. I didn't like that at all. I just don't think that works, man. That's just not a way to uh, to bring the guy back after this guy rehabbing this long ass injury. I just was a little disappointed in that. I got to be honest with you, I really was. So, uh, so that's the deal on that. We're getting ready to wrap this bitch up, by the way. Uh, let me talk to James in uh, North Carolina. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, James? Hey, Taz. How are you, buddy? And hello, Dirt Sheet Dennis. I, uh, the DSD, bro. DSD. That's it. Dirt Sheet yeah. Dennis. Jobber. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, I heard earlier about the caller talking about Cowboy. And 
Yeah. Funny enough, he hung up on me this morning. I had to call back. Yeah, Cowboys. I don't know what's going on, dude. I mean, he's got like an attitude or something. Cowboy. I don't get it. I mean, really. I mean, he's, he's starting to piss people off here, Dennis. We've got to talk about this. We've got to have a meeting later about this. He wants to defend himself. It's unbelievable. He wants to, Den, uh, uh, Cowboy does? He can come in. Once he wants, he's going to jump on a stick. What's he going to do? Well, he's going to come in and defend himself here, even when we're in the fifth quarter. James, what else is going on? Um, as Derek Chief probably has heard, and I wanted to talk about the Superstore shakeup. Yeah, go and for it. The other caller reminded me about something else that I read on the dirt sheet. Um, apparently, Brock Lesnar is no, not going to be at every pay per view. And I just think, as a wrestling fan growing up, I just think that's kind of. I wouldn't put the title on someone that couldn't. Well, be hold on, but James, wait. You're saying to me that you're you're telling me that Brock will not be at all the paper. How do you know this? Uh, well, that's what's just being rumored online that he's missing payback, and they're going to have a match to see who faces him at payback between okay. Braun and Roman, and that's how they're going to wrap that up. So he's calling me dirt sheet, Dennis. And he's reading all the rumors online. Very hypocritical, James. Well, but there's a difference. I'm going to defend James. James is not a producer of a major live video show like you are, sir. Okay, that that has an open mic because his, his host is a nice guy, meaning me. One of the greatest. Yes, the greatest of all time. And I let you. So James is just a, just, he's just a, a, a fan, a nice man um, who, who doesn't like Cowboy. And he... You know, he is different than you, sir. You need to put yourself in a different level here. You're a producer of a major video show. Wait, so now are you saying that I'm better than James? <sighs> in a professional <laughs> standpoint, James, he does have you beat, you know? Um, also, with the Superstar State, I, I got to give you a great booking call for the Miz Kurt Angle thing. I really like that. You Thank you. a great booking for that. I appreciate that. Thanks. And uh, AJ Styles, uh a lot of people think they're turning him face, but what I think they're going to Hold do on, wait, wait, James. When you say face, what does that mean? Like baby like face? Baby That's short for baby face? Like good guy, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, but well I you're using like very deep inside terms. I want to make sure I understand what face means. Yeah, I disagree because I think what they're doing is kind of symbolic to, I think Daniel Bryan's going to trade him, and he's going to come into Raw full heat hating it. Who's he? Who are you talking about? Uh, AJ. You say, wait, say, well, I was back up because I'm still hung up on that you said face. So, wait, you're saying that uh, Daniel Bryan's going to trade AJ Styles? Yep. And it's not going to be Shane. It's going to be Daniel Bryan. And because you remember, AJ specifically said he did not want to be traded. Where did you read this, sir? Uh, Actually, I mean, that's just, this is just from me watching. This is just my prediction, actually. Well, if, if that's your prediction, I, I like the idea. If, if they did that, so I think that's a good idea. They could, I mean, yeah. I think he's going to go in hating Raw. I think he's going to go in being the biggest heel on Raw. I think the club's staying on Raw. And uh, if they're not going to do the right stuff with Finn Balor, I mean, he might as well just go and lead the club. I, right. mean, no, I don't disagree with that either. I said that the other day, and I don't disagree. And thank you, James, for calling. Obviously, kept James on the phone because... He had something negative to say about the man sitting to my right. And uh, welcome to the show, none other than the man uh, that they call the Cowboy. And, yeah, he's just always uh, kicking it up, as they say, in the streets. And he is none other than uh, the Cowboy. Cowboy. Uh, What's going on, buddy? Well, I just wanted to defend myself real quick. Yes, sir, please. I don't usually do this. I know you don't. (laughs) Uh, 
I did hang up on the guy by mistake. Which I, guy? Told, this guy James? Just yeah, yeah. I like I and I, I mean, tried to put him. Fine. Yeah, I tried to put him on hold, and yeah. and then as soon as he called back two seconds later, I said, "Hey, James, this is you. I'm so sorry." Put him back on hold. What's the big deal? What's the problem? I, well, she, we, well, we can't get him back on now because we have no call screener. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I, I don't understand. Like, what? What? I mean, what is the? What's the problem? Do you deal with Sal? Sal? Like, what happened with Sal, bro? Sal, it's not, not my, Mike. You had him as Mike. What's the deal with that? We're refuting. So, uh, <laughs> no, but really, what happened? I'm serious. I mean, I'm your boss. I'm kind of asking what's going on. I have no idea. I don't know if I'm hearing Mike every time he says Sal. So you have a hearing problem, but you're my call screener. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, it's always. Has it been? Has it been busy in the in the call screener room? That's what I'm wondering. Is it? Yeah. Been, oh, it's been, it's been a little. It gets a little crazy now, right? I mean, a little it's, bit. It gets, it gets a little, a little nuts. A little heck yeah. I, you, you didn't want it pretty good. I mean, it seems like people are really loving you. <laughs> I mean, not Sal. Yeah, not Sal. All the people have behind the scenes bash you to me. I'm just letting you know. That. <laughs> I mean, but you're, you're dealing with a lot now. We know that. That's well documented. Uh, you're doing a fair to midland job. It's not bad. Um, are you liking the job? I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, because you also are an opinionated wrestling fan. You, like Dirt Sheet Dennis, Dennis is worried here. <laughs> and he's Dirt Sheet Dennis the DSD. And you are, you could be, you know, Dirt Sheet Cowboy because you're a big Dirt Sheet guy, aren't you? From time to time, I go ahead and admitting Jones. Look at this guy. Splurge on it. Yeah, and sometimes you might come off to me a little bit like you are very inside baseball. (laughs) And I'm an old school guy. You know, I'm working in the late 80s. So I get a little old school. uh, And I just need you to beware because Mm -hmm. sometimes that could be a little. I think you're getting to know how I am a little bit, right? Yeah. I get a little hypersensitive with some of that stuff, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, problem. Next thing you know, it's a problem. Next thing you know, (laughs) So, yeah. So, please be careful of that. Mm -hmm. Um, From a wrestling perspective, you've been hearing what I'm saying out here. And we're in the fifth quarter. And CBS, you're lucky. More free lunch for you. Um, So, are you disagreeing with some of my concepts on the Superstar Shake-Up? Again, it's like a needle in a haystack, dude. You know, who knows? It's like the end of a movie, you know? I think Nakamura stays on SmackDown with Miz. Yeah. I'm calling that for tonight and tomorrow. I really hope you're wrong now. I'm calling... <laughs> no, I really do. Well, well, I'm going to give you a chance to explain yourself. Why do you think that they would have Miz and Nakamura? Forget about Miz. Forget about Nakamura. Why would they have Miz stay on SmackDown? The guy has been oversaturated on there, and it's like, what more can he do? I feel he's a bigger asset on SmackDown than he is on Raw. I feel like on Raw, he's going to get lost in the shuffle. Mm, he might be a big part of the shuffle. If he's done so well on SmackDown, why do you think Vince wouldn't do that with him, uh, you know, on 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 Raw? Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I'm just saying why? There's too much talent on Raw as it is right well, yeah, there. Was, I, I, there was yeah. too much talent. So maybe you and Dennis, when you guys sit around and read the dirt sheets, yeah, you could think about maybe that these people that run WWE might realize that they could be a little unbalanced. They want to balance it, and some of these yeah. people left flourished. Maybe you think that's possible? Or you think? Uh, the dirt sheet guys are not saying that. So I mean, they didn't. True. Yeah, Miz. I didn't read Miz going to Raw, so it's not yeah. happening. So you yeah. get all your information <laughs> from people that like rat things out that work in WWE to these other dirt sheets. That's how you get your information. I you mean, don't form your own opinions, basically. No, right? no. I mean, they're wrong from time to time. So. Well, they're wrong a lot. Yeah, <laughs> they're wrong a lot. And there's uh, you familiar with the red herrings? Yeah, red herring is someone that sometimes the company can yeah. just have someone feed things. Yeah. And it's a load of bullshit. Yeah. That happens too. Yeah. And then people like Dennis and you can be a little bit blindsided and like, oh, whoa, what happened? I'm hoping that's the case with, with Styles. So what? Why? Yeah. what's the dirt sheet saying about Styles? That he's going to Raw. All right. And I said that the other day. Yeah. And it, I, I think it'd be horrible. Dude. 
guys need to like Vince McMahon said it, and he's telling the truth when he says we got to freshen things up around here. I, yeah. b- I believe that's how he thinks, and he's right. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm fine with everyone moving except for AJ Styles. Like if like. I just really want Styles to be on SmackDown. But what more is there for AJ to do on SmackDown? He was the champion there already. Do what more you want him to do? I mean, you, you could be champion twice. You have, there's a bunch of feuds that you could still bring in from the guys coming over from Raw. You want to know a stuff? word that Vince McMahon hates? What? Feuds? Feud, feud. Yeah. We weren't allowed to say feuds. That's a big thing. Yeah. Rivalry. Rivalry. Rivalry, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, no feuds. That's like here in a Tash show. No one's really allowed to talk except me. <laughs> right, Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> Head not Jones. All right, well, I got my eye on you, cowboy. Right. I got to be careful. I don't trust you. Cowboy. But um, I mean that. Where, where are you going? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> He's like taking his headphones off. <clears throat> relax. Chill. The show's over. Just relax. So Pulling a Katie on you. Yeah. Uh, uh, are we split screen Jones here? What are we doing here? Yeah. It's a little weird what's going on in the video. The- <laughs> no, we're not. We're one with two one, shot Jones. I okay, I don't like two shot Jones. I, I, I'm just telling you. There's an explanation because I yes, want to hear it at the end of the show. Yes. Might be time to wrap this bitch up. Um, all right. Anyway, what else we got? Oh, we got. Ah, um, jeez. Oh, Here we go. We got uh, James Toronto. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into this topic. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Dang. Hey. I talked about this earlier, uh, about JBL and the Morrow stuff. And so now there's like some hashtag going around, fire JBL. Like, come on, guys, really? Come on, what are we doing here? Really? Uh-huh. Guys, you guys aren't there. You don't know what goes on. You know, stop it. Asking people to be fired. Come on. <sighs> Look, both of you guys, I know you both have an opinion about what I talked about with Morrow and with JBL. And you're, it's well documented. You're both dirt sheet experts, mm-hmm. so we 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 documented that in the past uh, five minutes. Yeah. So my crazy brain, a lot of is, digging. This is yeah, a ton of digging. You guys can give your opinions on this. Please fire away at it right now. Uh, I mean, if there's enough evidence, that's like some really dirty stuff has been going on backstage. What's dirty stuff? Like, like something past ribbing, where it's like. No longer funny, or not, or it could be harmful to someone. Oh, well, that's been go- going on for years. But yeah, not like unsafe, like physical stuff. Yeah, this type of ribbing, like for JBL to go on a show for WWE programming and say whatever he said about that he won some award for uh, you know uh, uh, the Wrestling Observer and all that stuff. Yeah, look, I'm gonna be honest. Like the Wrestling Observer, for I mean, and, and PW Insider for the longest time when I was a SmackDown, I was winning color commentator of the year. I didn't even even realize it. And then, all of a sudden, I sucked after a certain amount of years. I sucked, and I was the worst commentator. It's like, first of all, it's subjective. Second of all, I mean, to people that are in the seat, you don't give a rat's ass at the end of the day. And third of all, the most important person you need to appease when you work in the WWE is Vince McMahon. Yeah. And JBL does that. Yeah. So, by JBL giving his opinion, no matter if we like it or don't, about Morrow, how he acted or reacted to winning that award. So you don't have to like JBL's opinion. You don't have to like my opinion. I'm not defending JBL. Right. But what did he do so wrong here? I'm confused. Like, what did he do so wrong? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no real evidence. Well, let me extend. But... He's been bullied a lot in his life. <laughs> what? Um, 
He's been bullied at a deli counter once or twice. <laughs> oh, never at a deli counter. Yeah, could you imagine that's, trying that's to get in front I, of this guy? Oh. You, you run the game, I run the deli <laughs> counter. That's a shoot. I'm running the game. That's a shoot. You run. <laughs> No one gets to the deli counter with you. Everybody's pulling tickets, and I just walk to the front. You just start dropping guys. Just like, <laughs> poof, 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 left, right, poof, just dropping guys. Like, I'm first. Ma- like Mike Allstein, his prime. <laughs> just dropping shoulders. Just drilling guys. Adrian oh. Peterson wish he had me lead blocking for him at a deli counter. <laughs> he better not end up with the Patriots. That's all another story. Oh, true. Um, what, what, uh, what's your thoughts on this, dance before I wrap the show up? In regards to JBL with Morrow or with... The accusations in Justin's hold book. on, hold on, stop. Dan Torres on Facebook Live. Uh, Taz is obsessed with the Miz. He's good, but he's not great. Dan, you're wrong. How about that? He actually is great. Okay, he's beyond good. He is great. What he's been dealt with, he's great. He's awesome. He really is. He's tremendous. <laughs> See what he did there. <laughs> I got it too. It's funny. Um, let's be like dirt sheet you when you guys get each other's <laughs> jokes before I do. Oh, we got a problem on Facebook Live now. Oh, whatever. Uh, you were making some kind of a point, Dennis. What was it? I got to wrap up. Come on, what was it? Uh, in regards to the Morrow stuff, they're words like people. Some men. He's a grown <sighs> man. Everybody's so sensitive. A bunch of sensitive Sallies now. That's funny. Really? Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. No, it's right. That's what I'm saying. If there's evidence of like harassment or like physical abuse or something like that, then yeah, oh, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah, that's the. But he didn't say. He said he was like, "Look, I play, I play a, a heel character. I wish Morrow nothing but the best." All right, like, hold on a second. First of all, his heel, that heel character line, I'm not buying that part. He does play a heel <laughs> character, but when he went on that other show that they're trying to shoot, but they're not shooting. You want shooting? You're shooting here. They're not shooting on that other show at the table. The dancing on the table, whatever they call it. Okay, that show they're not shooting shit. Okay, so right in there, he's not playing the heel character. He's what do they call? Dancing on the table. Yeah, dancing on the table. Yeah. So whatever that show is, there's no shooting going on. Okay. Uh, so in that realm of that show, and I think that's where he said it, uh, meaning meaning JBL, he was not playing a heel character. He was being himself. So I, I don't buy that whole thing. I think that was another PC tweet that he put out to just say what he had to say, and that's fine too. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's just it's like, uh, you know, this is the the thing with social media and the internet's with wrestling. Like years ago, man, it was like out of control the amount of ribbing that was going on. Like I'm telling you, I've witnessed some stuff. A lot of it was hysterical, and a, some of it was like, yo, that's borderline. And I've seen guys get ribbed and throw punches at guys. Like, but this is boys will be boys. That that's how it used to be. I I think the business has changed. I don't think wrestlers act like that anymore. Um, it used to be a very machismo locker room, not just WWE. I'm telling you, the business. It was very, man, it was a pecking order, and it wasn't hidden. JBL's from that same era I'm from. I get his mindset. You got to change that a little bit. I understand that. JBL's a very smart, successful guy. I really doubt he's hanging around the locker room acting like he's still in there bumping because he knows he's not. It's not his locker room no more. He doesn't have say in that locker room. He's an announcer. He gets it. He's not an idiot. Okay, but he has an opinion, and I respect the fact he has an opinion. And, you know, like I said, I'll stand by this to my dying day about Morrow. Like the guy, respect what he's done. He unfollowed me on Twitter. No problem. I unfollowed him back. Uh Uh-huh. Whatever. No big deal. But this much, you're going to take the gig. You, you You know what's involved. You know what's involved. You know what's involved. Mike Krug is saying to me on Facebook, like, Taz, if J... Uh... If JBL doesn't deserve to be fired, what's your opinion on Bill DeMott then? 
Well, Bill DeMott, the whole thing with the training, and I know I saw Bill break into business under the same guy who trained me, Johnny Rods. I, I, I was in there helping him how to teach him how to lock up. So I know I know this guy that long. Uh, I have not talked to him in a long time. Wasn't there in regards to him being too tough of a trainer. But again, it's another guy from that same era we were from where it was, look, I'm going to curse here to just really tell you how the attitude was. Okay? The attitude back then in that era was we were machismo guys that were bad motherfuckers that were ready to do business and do what we got to do, and there was no sensitivity bullshit. That's how it was. It was, I'm sorry, but that's just how it was. So in regards to Bill DeMott, I heard the accusations with the training and all this stuff. Look, I was trained very tough. I was trained by a very tough trainer, the same guy who taught Bill, just I was trained before Bill. I, I'm all for tough training. When I ran the DCW House of Hardcore, I trained those guys real tough. Okay, real tough. So, uh, you know, it's, it's like a coach. Well, when does it get to a point where a coach grabs a guy's face mask or plays face mask? You know, in, in 1989 or 1991, that coach wasn't fired for that. But in this day and age, a guy grabs a, a coach grabs a guy's face mask, a kid, a linebacker in college or whatever, and cuts a promo on that kid, that coach is getting fired. It's a different world we live in now. It really is. I'm just saying, man. I, I'm just calling it like it is. So I, I get what's going on today, this whole PC thing, and everybody's so damn scared. Everybody just walks around on eggshells, and no one says shit. You know, and I get it. It's the world we live in. So you, I, I can't even speak on a guy like, like what happened with Bill DeMott because I wasn't there, and I'm not going to pay a judgment on Bill. Bill was always awesome to me. I, I love Bill. I always got along great with Bill. Okay, I, I, I haven't talked to him a long time, and he always was a gentleman, always was a professional, always was awesome. I've done business with Bill, I've traveled with Bill, so I can't sit here and knock Bill. I'm sorry, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. I, I wasn't there. If I wasn't there, I can't say nothing about it. But, but I'll tell you what, I'm from a, a, a tough era of getting trained the right way. Okay, and getting trained like a tough son of a bitch and getting my fucking ass kicked. Okay, by a guy that was Johnny Rods, that was an old guy at the time, and I was a pretty rugged son of a bitch with some, you know, credibility behind me, and I would fight him back to try and do my best, and I couldn't even handle that guy, and there was a bunch of us that couldn't handle him, and that's how we were trained. We were trained tough, real tough, and I respect Johnny Rods and and and. And again, another guy I haven't spoken to, a man I haven't spoken to in a long time, but when I see him again, I will shake his hand, I will hug him and thank him. Okay, so, uh, Jesus, I mean, like, I, I, I'm sorry. That, that whole training thing, I mean, I, I just can't. I just can't. I, I just can't. Um, I can't get into that because I, I'm from a different world. It's just, you know, I don't know what to say. And if that offends anyone, I, I'm not sorry. It is what it is. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. Tired of apologizing. I'm with Dennis now. Feels good, right? <laughs> God damn. I, I, I got to get going. I mean, this is too much already. Okay, so i all worked up, man. Yeah, just get stuck. Chris, whatever Cowboys here, I get pissed. <laughs> you know that. Pisses me off. Well, I'll apologize for that. No, so. you don't. <laughs> you don't mean it. You're worse than, than Dennis. DSD, dirt sheet Dennis. I don't know. I mean... Just, you know, we need to be tough. How old are you, cowboy? 25. All right, so, you know, I raised my kid, right? He's going to be 18. I raised him tough. You know, none of this 
pussy shit. That's I mean that's how I raise them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you gotta be like that. It's, life is tough. Life is hard, man. Can't run around with your thumb up your ass. It's horrible. <laughs> Nobody likes a guy running around with his thumb up his ass. I'm telling you that. That's how Lou Sass became as successful as he did. <laughs> oh, God, I hope I didn't offend anyone. I'm going to guess that you you had to offend somebody. Probably someone. Why? What did I do? Because <laughs> we got a bunch of snowflakes today. No, Everybody's I think a lot special. Of ta- oh, hold on. I think the fans of this show, though, some of these people are awesome. A lot of them are awesome. Oh, the, the fans of the show, absolutely. But when yeah. when it reaches other platforms, somebody's going to take a quote that you said out of context. Oh, that's true. And, it's gonna... and they're not going to hear what I'm saying. No. Somebody's... Taz, Taz agrees with JBL. Like, that's what's going to You be. should beat everybody. <laughs> Just beat people up behind the scenes. No, I don't agree with that. He's not doing enough. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. agree Something's going to get that. misconstrued and know, people are going to be offended. You know, really, I, I, I don't. I don't agree with, you know, anything physical backstage or berating someone. Or, I, But I've seen the jocularity and the sophomorechism. I've seen that... Back then, some of it was a little bit hazing, you know, I guess. And, and now some of it, I was like, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I've seen guys have, you know, a guy has a rental car and, you know, it's and someone takes a, a, a zillion toothpicks and puts it in the lock before there was remote control. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it is. And the Paul Bassett is sitting there calling AAA like he can't get in the car. It's a rental, you know, and it's like and then the next day, the guys who ribbed him because he wasn't making a lot of money. Gave him the money. Were there no like uh, fire hashtags? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there was no fire hashtags, Mr. Wrestling X, without naming who this guy was. Because some of you will know him. He's actually, people love this guy, and I'm not going to name who he is. And yeah, and then he did that. And then it was very funny. And I've seen ribs like that a billion times. And, and but, but my point is, though, guy gets ribbed like that, and then the next day they give him money for the car. The wrestlers just say, Look, you're not making. We're just we're just messed around, and they repay him. They give him, you know, I, that's the stuff you don't hear about. I'm just saying, like it's, it's, um, you know, I don't know. It's uh, I, no one likes the word hazing, you know, and I don't either. You know, I, I think like, you know, in the military or in colleges, you hear some of the stuff that's dangerous. You know, when if a kid's gonna be laying down in a fraternity and he's got to drink a certain amount of beer and they're pouring beer down his throat and he chokes to death, God forbid. That that's that's not hazing. That's just stupidity. You know, that's just horrendous stupidity. You know what I mean? Um, you know, in wrestling, I, I haven't seen nothing like that. But you know, like physical stuff like that. But it's usually just you know, just just guys, uh, just being guys, boys being the boys. You know, that's what I've seen. So anyway, well, that's a deal. Pranks uh, are funny. Hazing is not. Well. Can't follow that right there. I'll tell you that, cowboy. Can't follow the. Can't follow Dennis. <laughs> Say one more time. Words of wisdom here. Tash show fans, if there's one lesson to take away from today's show, it's that pranks are funny, hazing is not. I agree. On that note, for everybody here at the Tash show, we thank you. It's Monday edition. Tonight will be the super superstar superstar shakeup. I hope you guys enjoy it. Will Taz be there? He doesn't live far from the arena. Will he be there? Well, if I'm invited, I'll go. If I'm not, I won't. That's my deal. Being honest. Okay. They invite me, and if it's something intriguing, I'll go. They're not invited. If I just said that. 
Oh, damn it. We got to rewrite the show. Freaking Taz said that on his damn show, on his podcast. Uh, anyway, thanks for everybody who called and jumped on the Facebook Live and the gimmick chat. I love everybody in this world. You know that. Don't let anyone take me out of context, guys. That's, that's actually the real lesson of today's show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dennis will have one of his fake accounts attack me on Twitter. <laughs> It'll be Dennis. Uh, that's one of my favorite staples. <laughs> All right, everybody who called the show, thanks, guys. Everybody who listened or watched, I appreciate it. Uh, spread the word of the show. Otherwise, we'll be fired, all of us. On that note, I'm Taz, you're not out of here. all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So going for another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go.